Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio should play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Her Jake Jilly used the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Lilo DiCaprio should play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Her Jake Jilly used the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor? My favorite actor? Our favorite, favorite actor. actor. I y'all know what this means. Now, when we started the podcast and started doing that, did we say it like that in the beginning? The our or the your favorite, my favorite, or did we just your favorite actor, my favorite actor, <laughs> our favorite actor? I don't know. Probably got jazzed up along the yeah, way. You got to add a little sauce to it. As it wasn't Pizza. always. Oh, I didn't want to finish my sentences if whacked bars like that's gonna get said. Yeah, you already know what this means. This is a return of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit, the podcast. We were supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost maybe might mention blah, 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 the name of this name, the name of this here, John. It is Hello. I, Leo Archibald, also known as Leo the Average. I forgot we do introductions. <laughs> like, go straight into it. What movie you uh, who was well, they already know I'm a Slim Nady, aka Slim Pickens, uh, Robert Balmain Jr., R.I.P., uh, Peter Party Starter, Silk Pajamas. Oh, man, who else I am? Nazilla, King of the Naysters, Naladin, Alathan, Nate. I stopped myself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Knock it, man. <laughs> or uh, <laughs> Rocket Nate, Nate, uh, Nate Wick, Chapter Three, Narabellum, Avengers in Nate. Um, who else I is? Uh, Nicky Mon, Detective Nikachu, uh. Nate Smart, Nate Burn, and the Nasal. And also, Fitbit Messiah, the one and only. Don't uh, let anybody tell you any Go different. back to episode, I'm going to guess, eight. They won't be able to find it because I'll delete it off. Holy Loki got away with the Tesseract. It's your boy, Joaquin Pennysworth, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kayanya Taylor-Joy Van Zant, a.k.a. Kai Dollar Sign, a.k.a. Booking Agent K, which I need to try to get people back on the podcast, I suppose. I forgot all about the concept of guests. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems silly now. <laughs> My mind is already, already on to some other stuff. We had milkshakes. We had Katrina Stack. Yeah, we can't get any higher than that. We, we had... Malik work. Malik work. <laughs> and is that it? <laughs> the fact that... We got to stack, though. Yeah, and, but the fact that uh, them two aren't even our biggest episodes is disturbing. <laughs> she was for a while. Yeah, and then uh, we put out our Venom episode, I think. Venom! Adrenaline Venom! And some other episode. Anyways, I'll just go straight in there. Sweet lady, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. 
Just call and receive me. Like a bounce pass. Touchdown. Like a touchdown. Okay. Yeah. All right, so it's been a couple weeks, so I'm sure it's we got been movies. A long day without you, my friend. I'm going to tell you all about it when I see you again. That's for right, Pablo. Pablo. <laughs> no Petey. Uh, all right. So we got some movies to go over. What are the last movies you've seen since the last episode? We talked about. Uh, let me see how far back. All right. So I seen. What did I see since the last? We talk about Book Smart on here? No. All right, so I seen Book Smart. Okay. Uh, I saw that as well. Twice, to be exact. I thought that was a real good movie. Uh, thought it was funny. Uh, it, I think it got funnier as it went along, and like the movie got better towards the end. But we can get more into that. I seen The Perfection. That's what uh, Allison Williams and uh, Logan Browning. I'm not mistaken, that's her name. That movie, I've never seen a movie where the twist reveals itself 30 minutes in. (laughs) Uh, And I'm getting concerned about Allison Williams because she's on a streak of doing movies where she's trying to bring a black person down. (laughs) I don't know if that's her thing or... She been typecasted. It really felt like she was playing the same character from Get Out. I ain't never seen somebody be race typecasted like that. Yeah, that was it was pretty bizarre, but... uh, that movie was alright. I can't tell if it was good or whack. And this is a Netflix special, right? Netflix original came out this year. Uh, basically, let me see. Well, I'll, I'll say what the trailer shows because the movie is not what the trailer shows. Basically, the two not ballerinas, violinists. No, something, not something, ballerinas, <laughs> something, something. Yeah, playing strings. One of those things, harps or something. They they meet back up after not seeing each other for a long time. They on a bus ride and some freaky stuff starts happening to the one girl. But if you watch it, you'll see. I won't spoil <coughs> spoil that movie. So that was very all right. Um, then saw Ma. Ma! Um, saw that as well. All right, so we'll talk about that. And I also seen or also watched Always Be My Maybe. Um, I don't know what this is. Crazy Rich Asians 2, as I like to call it. It's a, a romantic comedy starring uh, Randall Park and Ali Wong. Uh, this movie is pretty good. It's not like a whack romantic comedy or nothing. Didn't have all the is same it, corny stuff. And is it better than Crazy Rich Asians, at least? To me, it is. Because them two wrote in their comedians, so they <laughs> knew how. And it got great reviews. I think it's like 93%. I wouldn't say it's that high, but <laughs> it's definitely not whack. There's some funny songs in it. Uh, Keanu Reeves is in it playing himself, and he acts real crazy. That's some wild stuff. So uh, that's entertaining. Uh, I don't think nobody else is famous in it, which I remind us of we need to talk about in my how Allison Janning was, uh, who was an Oscar winner. Yeah, that was. <laughs> that was, I was like, huh? So <laughs> then I was, I was convinced when I was seeing it, I'm like, why is Luke Evans even in this movie? <laughs> and I was like, they must be all friends of the director. So I looked it up, and they all, all them, everybody who's in this have been in something he's worked uh, okay. on. Because <laughs> that even, was kind of even odd. the girl that was playing Luke Evans' girlfriend. I'm like, what is? Like, what is and then she had she was in like his first movie. He directed. 
Let's say was y'all just enamored by the script yeah. so much that y'all just wanted to be. Here? Yeah, they all worked with him before, so I'm sure they just caught in a favor. Yes, yeah, so, <coughs> I'm going to always be my maybe. And then I watched. Uh, I don't know if I'm considering this a movie. Just like I had to put an asterisk next to Guava Island. Cause I don't know if I'm. That's at least that's our. But I watched the unauthorized Bash Brothers experience. Uh, <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> and I also listened to the album. Which is cracking me up because all them songs were hilarious. Then I was like, they were just barring some of these to death. <laughs> <laughs> one of this, for one, they were blowing on one song. Look at this one. Let me play this fire. I was rolling with, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Mr. Hide the Straps just came in. So, being, yeah. <laughs> being Sia. <Silk> robes <laughs> and kimonos. You <laughs> <laughs> gave her a little hairstyle and everything. This song ain't even a comedy song. This is regular fire. Think of this. Yeah, they can't say nothing. <laughs> like, y'all took roids <laughs> and didn't get away with it. Uh, so I watched that. So I think that's all I seen. Cause I remember at one point I wasn't even writing down stuff I seen. <laughs> I had to go back and remember I watched those that stuff. Ooh. All right, I'll go through the stuff I ha- uh, uh, that I just seen, and then we can talk about the two movies that we both seen. Uh, first up, I've seen John Wick Chapter Trace, Parabellum. Is, uh, John Wick is officially one of the best action uh, tr- uh, franchises of all time. And who would have thunk it when the <laughs> first one came out? First one was surprisingly good. And they came off the sequel. The sequel shocked me at how good it was. And then this one, in the first 30 minutes, there was about four sweet action scenes. <laughs> one with Boban Bogdanovich or whatever his name is. What is Boba? Oh, Boban Marjanovic? Whatever his name I don't is. I don't know why I can't remember his name. From the 76ers, Mr. 7-3. He looked so big. His hands were so <laughs> Yeah, huge. his hands are big. Like, why aren't you uh, palming that basketball and doing a bunch of Jordan yeah. moves or Kawhi moves with that and then just, you know, just finger rolling it in without jumping? But that scene was uh, really sweet. Then you had a scene where he, John Wick was using a horse as a weapon. <laughs> um, then you had this knife fighting scene, which was real dope. Then at the um, people from the Raid movies make a little appearance, and okay. they have a fight scene. Not not the main dude. But right. One of the main guys who was doing the choreography, the dude who played Mad Dog. If I'm not mistaken, and I'm, if I'm being racist on accident, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> but I believe he's in it. Um, they have a big fight scene at the end. And then I think one of the villains from that, uh, what's his name, fought in the second one is in there too. That was a sweet fight scene. Um, the scene with Halle Berry was actually good. And I don't know why it just made me think she's played two comic book characters in her life. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. Catwoman Storm. Yeah, but... Uh, but yeah, that was good. Um, I need to post the Catwoman scene if I continue on with the posting of crazy oh, movie scenes. Scene. Yeah, <laughs> let me pull that up for old time's sake. Terrible. 
But um, but yeah, so that movie's real dope. Easily one of the best action movies I've seen. Once again, in a few years, um, definitely going to be one of the better action movies of this year. It's already one of my favorite movies this year. It's entered in the Fast and Furious Hall of Fame of mm-hmm. action franchises. That's crazy. Like So now it's, it's good to see Keanu Reeves now. I mean, he was already famous before, but now he's starting to get roles all lo- like great roles all over again got mm-hmm. a little uh his role in toy story 4 yeah, possibly or, in internals right which i actually believe that since they since he was supposed to be in captain marvel but then yeah. john wick 3 got in the way so i forget i'll do this even though he mentioned wanting to play wolverine but people seem to be impatient when it comes to playing wolverine and he's a giant yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to see a little small Wolverine. Because Matthew Vaughn even said uh, that he thought it'd be cool if Tom Hardy was Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, Matthew Vaughn had some good ideas that uh, Fox decided they yeah. just didn't want to listen to. But <laughs> we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, John Wick three chapter, John Wick chapter three Parabellum, great movie, and you can also see how there's easily gonna be a fourth one. So I think that's dope. What kind of threw me off in the movie was, what is his name? Jason Mads, uh, Mads- uh, Jason Manzoukas. Yeah. I was like, TikTok man. is he in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> he literally was in like two scenes, and I don't even think, he, he might have said one, he might have said a one or two words. And then there was another person in there that I was confused about why they were in it. Lawrence Fishburne, Lawrence Fishburne oh, oh my gosh, this scene is ridiculous. <laughs> Look at she is traveling. <laughs> if you ain't never seen the Catwoman basketball, scene, that's bizarre. What she just did, she thinks she's the Harlem Globetrotter <laughs> and also traveling and jumping off of walls with basketball for no man. reason. Kicked it to the boys. She looked like something suspicious with her. I mean, okay, she got her little abilities. Don't mean she can pull up with a jumper just because you Catwoman. Look at how his handles is trash. Brash. I hate the way. This is shot like an early 2000s, late 90s basketball yeah, commercial. Yeah, this is how they beat Shaq. <laughs> this is a commercial for Axe Body Spray. What are they doing? They went back to back. <laughs> like that what happened in the game. Look at this. What is he doing? No wonder this director ain't never made a movie over here again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my. This is. He the ball. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> People, please Google or YouTube. You have to watch this. This was placed in the movie. Then she rose up on him from 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 the foul. And she threw it in like Blake Griffin. (laughs) Ain't no way you ain't looking at her like you are a freak of nature. If this is what you just did on the basketball court, that's outrageous scene. Let me see if the Amazing Spider-Man basketball scene was (laughs) whack like that. It ain't that. Yeah, ain't nothing that can ever bad. be. Because he wasn't dribbling like crazy. He just literally just rose up on homie. I was so disappointed they put that in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know that was the, that was the thing. That gets the laughs. Oh man, super sweet basketball scene. Like it's Teen Wolf. Anyway, I forget what we was talking about. The uh, oh, John Wick. So yeah, John Wick, great movie. Um, next up, uh, it's all book smart, and then. I saw a Will Smith's Aladdin. Oh yeah, I, for, I forgot to even see that. <laughs> Once you, um, thank goodness in the trailer they show you that he's blue. Because if that was something you had to get over while watching the movie, it took away from it. But since you go into the movie already, okay. Uh, <laughs> Whacker than I remember. Some of these basketball moments are just very just. <sighs> These scenes are unrealistic in the first place, but just by having a Caucasian 
on the basketball court, yeah. not just shooting. Yeah, unless his name is J.J. Reddick. Or Kyle Korver or Doug McDermott or Jimmer Fredette or Adam Morrison or Tyler Hansbrough or Luke Heron Goatee. Oh, yeah, you're really dug in your white boy <laughs> basketball player archives for that one. You want to say Luke May, too? Nah. nah. He would definitely be somebody. If he would actually make it into the league, <laughs> I know you would drop him. <laughs> All right. Quit trying to get the ball, Flash. Zoop. Zoop. <laughs> he did the hot <laughs> sauce. <laughs> Off the back. Go off the heezy, Andrew. Oh, that's that's crazy. <laughs> he ain't got that big of hands to do that. I hit him with the shoe shiners. No look. No peeking. Mark I'm going to turn her away. Okay, see, now you just, that's, you're not gripping the ball. I know you got some sticky stuff on yeah. your hands. <laughs> Bullies hate when you get the best of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's the end of the world. I'm gonna kill you. And if you want them as grown men in this basketball court, <laughs> that dude is at least 34. <laughs> oh, he, <laughs> he did not. <laughs> I gotta run that back. <laughs> that was crazy. What? He must have forgot. <laughs> He picked the ball up, <laughs> bulldozed through the dude, Forget jumped travel, ab- <laughs> jumped above the rim sideways. Slow Let's motion. See this one more time. <gasps> <laughs> and for one, the angle in which they show him yeah. forward and sideways, two different angles. The- <laughs> <laughs> he started sideways and then somehow. <laughs> Like you going too fast <laughs> and destroyed the backboard. Oh man, that makes me want to drop that movie down on my uh my Blu-ray list <laughs> just for that scene alone. Uh, all right, back. I keep getting distracted. Whew, that was terrible. Uh, oh, basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. I keep it so, so fresh on the microphone. I like no interruption when the game is on. I like slam dunk and take him to the hoop. My favorite play is the alley oop. I like to pick and roll. I like to give and go. It's basketball. Bow wow, let's go. Ooh, rate the bars. That's clearly a five out of five. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so saw so Aladdin. I ain't really no Disney lover all like that. So. Uh, <laughs> I was say, today at work, I saw Aladdin. <laughs> Multiple of them. <laughs> I, ain't no, I ain't no Disney lover. I was never really a big Aladdin fan just because, you know, it was like, whatever. So this movie was like Will Smith was easily the best part of the movie. It was the funniest part. Thank goodness it was practically his movie. They was like, yeah, you're going to get a, all the scenes to the guy. And luckily, of course, he was in uh, his uh, human form a lot of the time, too. So I saw Jada Pika say this is her favorite Will Smith movie. All right, she's lying. And then but, um, Jaden said he was about to agree and then remember Wild Wild West is his favorite. All right, so clearly they're trolling. <laughs> but um, that really did have me thinking when I left the movie, like, do I know what my favorite Will Smith movie is? I genuinely could not think of what I would say my favorite Will Smith movie is. I'm like what I say was Men in Black, but I that, like that feels weird. Yeah, well, like that's real good. Maybe Bad Boys Two. Yeah, I was like at the time I liked Men in Black Two more. I think if I went back and watched it, there's <laughs> no way I would probably say that. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I Robot was good, but I wouldn't say it was my favorite. I'm Legends good. 
Like, Legends good. I'm like, I like Hitch a lot too. Wow, Wow West was entertaining at the time. I was like, uh, I was like Hancock was good, but yeah, Hancock's like, real good. I was like, does Will Smith just got a bunch of great movies? He don't have no like one signature like stands Suicide above squad. the rest. Definitely not. Suicide uh, squad. Can't forget the other one he did with Drayton. Uh, uh, Earth Tango, whatever it's called. <laughs> After Earth, Earth Tango. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Collateral Damage or Collateral Beauty, whatever that movie oh, yeah. was with all the, the spirits. Kinda Why is like there that Is that me? It's probably me talking real low. It keeps appearing on my little thing. Of a click. No quick. Oh, yeah, so Quidditch. Like, okay. But yeah, so Aladdin is good. The guy who played Aladdin... He was a, a decent actor until he had to start showing some range. That's and, too much for your first movie. That range started to stall out. <laughs> uh, now I'm seeing everybody saying Jasmine is now the best Disney princess of all time just because they decided to update her her character and now she actually wanted to be like the the king of her city or whatever. Okay. I mean, I'm glad y'all didn't y'all didn't make her just some you know random old girl who don't want nothing but you know typical old school stuff that they put in movies. But you ain't got to overreact. Uh, what's her name? Naomi Scott. She was. Was that her name? Naomi mm-hmm. Scott. She was fine. Um, yeah, it was just once. Th- I'm, I guess I'm really not familiar with the the cartoon because once the end came, I was like, this got to be made up. This, this can't be based <laughs> off the cartoon because it got very ridiculous. And Brianna told me for the most part it lined up, just except for the couple changes they did. I was like, oh no wonder I really wasn't fond of this movie. Uh, but yeah, so you know, of course, Will Smith still the show, so that's all that really matters. So if you want to go laugh at Will Smith, go watch Aladdin, and that movie's doing big numbers. So, uh-huh. um, next, uh, Brianna told me she never seen Menace to Society, so I had to change that because that <laughs> is a hood classic. Watching that movie just cracks me up because the acting is so <laughs> bad <Yeah>. at times, <laughs> especially from my homie, the, the dude who plays Kane. But it's such a good movie, <laughs> and just the way they deliver the dialogue is so funny. But it's just, it's a real representation of what the streets can be like. <laughs> and then um, going back to the movies, I saw Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I ain't fell asleep like this in a movie in a minute. <laughs> um it's not that I fell asleep for a while, but I fell asleep when things started to get good and uh, eyes were heavy throughout the rest of that movie. And we didn't have Aaron Taylor. I mean, oh yeah, I forgot. Before I saw Godzilla, King of Monsters, I watched the first Godzilla all with over again. Aaron Taylor. With a very young face looking Aaron Taylor Johnson since he didn't have no facial hair, had a low, low <laughs> haircut. So, uh, I mean, I would say Godzilla is better than this sequel, yeah. but the fight scenes or the action moments in the sequel are better, but nothing about them like just makes you go, whoa. Like it looks sweet on the big screen. Seeing uh, Godzilla fight that, you know, three headed freak of a monster and that other fiery wing thing, which I still don't know the names of these things. It <laughs> looked cool, but it just it reminds me of the like it really did remind me of the later Transformers movies. Like you see a bunch of bang bangs and destruction, but it's really like not much thought was put into it as or as much as you would like especially with this build up and the logic from the human characters oh especially the villain who <laughs> i didn't know this person was the villain and i was very upset to find out that they were the villain and then because i didn't want to root for them to die but when she or they started spitting out that logic i was like oh this is not i mean i knew the story wasn't going to be the best but i needed some better logic than this <laughs> And so it'll, it'll still be interesting to see where they go from here because, of course, you got Godzilla versus King Kong coming out. 
and I was reading what the director is saying why the that fight could actually make sense because even though people automatically assume King Kong will lose, you got to remember that in uh, Skull Island, King Kong apparently was just an adolescent, so he's still growing, <laughs> <laughs> and he's way quicker, way more agile than Godzilla, which is easy to be because Godzilla is not any of those things unless he's underwater. And um, and then he said he's also strong and very smart. So we'll see how that, how that turns out. And this movie kind of like hints at a direction that it could go. So be interesting still to see, even though I was a little disappointed in this movie. But I do want to see it again to give it its full benefit of the doubt <laughs> and actually be awake this whole time. Um, next at the movies, I saw Rocket Man, uh, the Elton John fantasy biopic, as they like to call it. Fantasy. <laughs> it really is a fantasy movie once you watch it because... <laughs> It does tell this story like in a in like a different way because starts out without spoiling none. He's in rehab and basically he's going over his whole life from rehab. So in the movie, they jump from stuff that is not like in chronological order, but that makes sense because if he's telling it, you know, he's telling the story of his life. Nobody's gonna remember point by point in the order that stuff happened, especially if you done you did a lot in his life like he did and went through all the the drugs and all that stuff that he went through. So I thought that was an interesting element. What is kind of made it weird just because I don't know much about Elton John, so I'm watching the movie and I think every for the most part everything they're telling me happened when it happened. In this movie, they were performing songs that he hadn't even written yet at the point that they were in the, oh, okay. in so the movie. <laughs> like when he was. Uh, auditioning basically to get his like first record deal, he was perform or he was p- playing songs for the guy who was going to sign him way before they were ever going to be written in real life. So I just <laughs> when I went back and found that out, it was like kind of weird. Yeah, so he, he probably uh, did his performance with Eminem at the uh, <laughs> at the Grammys. <laughs> I mean, that's what I was hoping for. I was hoping to see that, but unfortunately, they didn't. But um, but yeah, it was just kind of weird. But I guess like a lot of the music they used. And then they just like whatever fit with this portion of his life, they would use it and have other characters sing it. Mind you, I thought these characters were just singing songs because I don't really know all Elton John's music <laughs> like that. Well, okay, and now all of a sudden you don't know his music. I mean, I now was on get the recording. I was on Spotify bumping it after the movie though. And there's a uh, and when you watch this movie, you'll think you'll uh, you'll begin to think that the song Rocket Man was written because or is like is a metaphor for being high, but it ain't. <laughs> but if you watch this movie, you would surely think it is way it's placed in the movie. And how like it um it used a lot of uh, singing and like interpretive dance to uh, <laughs> p- uh play out portions like of his life. Like when we was watching the movie, Brianna leaned over to me like, "Is this a musical?" <laughs> I was like, "It is about it's a, a movie about a guy who did music." She was like, "That don't mean it gotta be a musical." <laughs> but, uh, and it was a musical for the most part, a lot of it. So, but I still thought it was good. Tarn Edgerton did a great job as Elton John, from what I would expect. Uh, he just, I thought he embodied him very well, and he just had like a lot of the mannerisms that I even noticed in Elton John. He had him there, and I just thought he played him very well. So kudos to him. So if Rami Malek can get a bunch of Oscar buzz, yeah, and, and he should, buzz, and this got better reviews. Yeah. And Dexter Fletcher, or whatever his name is, the director for Bohemian Rhapsody in this, what did he do different? Like, did he just, <laughs> did he phone Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. in? He was like, well, I mean, uh, what's his name did most of this? Uh, Brian Singer, so I'm just, I'm going to just finish it, and then I'm going to work on the movie I actually want to work on. That's crazy, just to have those two movies. 
Or is it because Matthew Vaughn produced one and didn't produce the other one? That's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> but, yeah, the, it just shows you, like, because this one, it was rated R, so it showed you some rated R stuff because, uh, you know, based off the way Elton John talks about his life, it's almost impossible to clean this movie up. But um, even though he talks about all the drugs and all the, the guys he was with and blah, 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 they didn't really show it that much. Like, they showed him do coke here and there. They showed him, do, they showed him drink. They showed him take pills. But not to the extremes as he was talking about, and you know, every time he would talk about like, uh, "I'm addicted to this, that, 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 and third. But still, a uh, enjoyable movie. And I don't know how people are. I'm trying to think: is this one of the better biopics recently? Because I've been seeing places where they're like, "It's gonna be a while before they make a biopic this good," and blah, 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 I can't blah. Can't think of nothing. Nobody liked the Tupac one. That's probably because Anthony Mackie wasn't playing him. I mean, it would have been better. I feel, I feel bad for that dude who played Tupac. Like he probably shouldn't have did that movie because yeah. he just looks too much like Tupac. Ain't nobody gonna see anything but Tupac yeah, I from now see him on. In a different row. Oh, he can't even play like cop number three or something. They'll be like Tupac a cop. <laughs> like we knew it. <laughs> um, and then I uh, also saw Ma. So, so uh, we both seen Booksmart and Ma. So you said Booksmart. You thought it was a good movie? Yeah, I thought it was a good movie. Entertaining. I thought. I thought the cast was real good, just the as far, great. far as everybody playing a specific person. Because in these type of movies, I just was preparing myself for somebody to be whack. And I'm like, everybody good, and everybody, the chemistry with everybody is real good. Everybody was funny. Especially, I got to give credit to the one dude that was playing the that rich kid or whatever that became oh, yeah. the love interest. Because that could have been terrible. <laughs> yeah, that could have been poorly acted, but he... He figured out how to do it. Uh, is he the kid from, um, is he the big tooth kid from This Is 40? I looked it up, and that's not in his filmography, but I was, cause I was like, what movie is he from? He does have a familiar vibe. Because I've seen him play a younger person before. I just cannot remember what it was, and I even looked it up and was still like, that ain't the person I'm thinking of. Uh, let me see. Where else? In, uh, what is it? He was in Vacation. I don't remember that movie. I like that. He was in. I remember him in Amazing Spider-Man as Emma Stone's brother or Gwen Stacy's brother. I don't remember him from Night at the Museum. Don't remember him from Halloween. Don't remember him from Walk Hard. Um, don't remember him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember him. Uh, what's the girl, the other girl's name? Uh, Who? Uh, Billy Lord. Nah, uh, the other lead, not Jonah Hill's sister. Oh, Caitlin, um, uh, Devers. Yeah. Or so. She she did a real good job. Uh, yeah, so overall, they both did good. Shout out to, what's her name? I think her name's like Diana Silvers or something. Yeah. For having her third movie of this year. Mm-hmm. Who puts her in contention automatically. Just off sheer amount of movies, the same way Brian Tyler Henry got into our uh, NBA awards because she did Glass, and then in one week, in a matter of two weeks, has Booksmart and uh, Ma, so that's pretty impressive. And she <laughs> aged down two years. Yeah, it was <laughs> that looked crazy. I was like, how are you a sixteen-year-old in Ma? I was, they didn't say their ages till the end of the movie. She, yeah, she seemed 19, and uh, she didn't seem like the regular high school age in uh, Booksmart. Yeah. But overall, I thought it was real good. I think Olivia Wilde did a real good job. Too bad they ain't making enough money, so she won't be uh, making no sequel or no other movies. 
But watching this, I felt like I wanted to, I would watch a TV show with this same cast. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, the cast was great. Like I think said, that'd be real good. The two main leads, like you said, were great. They were funny throughout the whole thing. They had great chemistry. Uh, I thought Billy Lord stole the show because her character was so ridiculous. <laughs> she was just, a time uh, teleporter. You know? <laughs> and I thought she did just a great job just handling that type of psychotic humor. Um, the what's it called? The one dude from the real O'Neills. He was real funny. Oh, yeah. Um, just the the writing was great. Like it really reminded me, of course, of you know, super bad, but just of course uh, a less funny, <laughs> not as good one. But this one, like I saw John Wick, and then I saw this, and I was like. I thought John Wick was one of my favorite movies of the year, but Booksmart might come in with a surprise, and I saw it twice, and it held up both times for me. It was yeah. just, it was, it was just the way it was written, the way they, you know, portrayed their characters. There really wasn't any bad people in this movie; it's just misunderstood people. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. That was the other thing. I was like, I like how they managed to make it good and have conflict without any of the characters being bad. Because yeah, usually it would have have a bully or something in it. Right. Nope, like, everybody was smart. Everybody was good kids for the most part. Life was just really the conflict, and that's usually how it is in life, especially when you, you come from different paths and you just look at people a certain way. Now, just, I would have been mad if I worked very hard to get into <laughs> yeah. Harvard and these idiots also got in. Like, dang it! Wish I would have known that a long time ago. <laughs> uh, Jason Sudeikis, he had some funny scenes Hell in the yeah. movie. That yeah. scene with the pizza delivery guy was hysterical. That was funny. Especially when it came full circle at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I was glad she went that route and like teased it so hard. that you like, there ain't no way she's going to bring it back up in the end. And then actually did. Funny. And they, it was very subtle. It wasn't like in your face, the reveal they had. And of course, of course, they had to go the route where the two friends have a big uh, fight and then make up. But even though I would have wished it would have went a different path, like every time there's like two friends in a movie, I don't think they should. They don't always have to fight for them. It had to be like a conflict point. I did like how they resolved it and stuff. Um, Molly Gordon, who plays AAA in the movie, when she was in that movie with Melissa McCarthy, Life of the Party. Oh yeah, I thought she looked way too old to be in high or in college. <laughs> Then I watched this movie like she looked about she looked right to be in college or be a a, t- uh, a a senior or freshman or whatever a senior high school freshman in college I was like maybe just changing the hair color really just uh, <laughs> can change things up yeah but yeah I just I really thought I thought it was a really great movie it was great uh, the the script was great the acting was great the co cast was great Olivia Wilde especially this being her first movie or mm-hmm. directed movie I really give her a ton of points and credit for that because. For this to be that good of a movie, I thought was um, was like uh, good on her part, and then I also liked that the little girl crush in the movie looked like a dude, and they they go with the stereotypical <laughs> yeah. pretty girl. They <laughs> went just the the. She like, was convincing to the point I thought that's how she is in real life, yeah. which I, I've seen some videos of her. It's not like that far <laughs> off, but then seeing her back to back weekends, and then seeing her in Ma, I'm, well, like, I'm talking about the. The girl crush, the the original, oh the, 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 the uh, I thought you were talking about yeah this <laughs> yeah she was a uh, very t- but then when they had her kissing the boy crush yeah, okay now that's fake <laughs> like false this is a fiction this is a fiction movie yeah, I thought it was realistic until this I, mean, like, I didn't okay. know I was watching Star Wars <laughs> yeah, I know you got Billy Lord here but come on let's chill out yeah that was that was crazy. Uh, it didn't even look right. Yeah, like, and her okay. voice was nuts. <laughs> her, it was too much. That's why I was like, there "Ain't no way she like boys." <laughs> this is no it? way. 
Dang, she was leading her on. <laughs> Swam underwater, popped up. On Smoochie Smoochies. Beanie, whatever her last name's crush. Feldstein. I didn't it, know her and John Hill's brother died recently. Dang. <laughs> he died. That's crazy. December of 2018. Yikes. I'm like, jeez. They <laughs> really I haven't. I didn't hear that in the news at all. <laughs> I was just researching it because I was just going through an Instagram um, wormhole to see if, like, you know, actually claim each other as brother or sister because I've seen him talk very nicely yeah, about her. Yeah, he loves her. He got a tattoo of her. I was like, let me see what y'all be, what y'all be posting pictures. And then, yeah, and then, uh, then uh, the man, their brother was used to manage Maroon Five, and then that's why basically she was in that Maroon Five video because she grew up with Adam Levine and all them. Right. And then especially they had since he just died, then he just made that video right after that. So he was just like, "Yo, you need to be my my video," you know. Little... That's crazy. I did not know they died. How are they promoting movies and stuff all comfortably? Mm-hmm. It was real silent about it, but I don't know. They powered through it somehow. Good for them. But, um, yeah, like I said, great movie. Surprised me how good it was. So, kudos to Olivia Wilde. Um, and then, yeah, we both saw Ma. So, <laughs> what'd you think of that movie? <laughs> I thought it was, overall, I thought it was pretty good. I, um, had to be in the theater with some, uh, people of African-American descent. <laughs> so, you can only imagine how my theater uh, experience went. A lot of talking. And it wasn't like in spurts. It was like <laughs> consistent. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, y'all got a lot to talk about. <laughs> I didn't know we was at your house. <laughs> to the point, I was really trying. I was trying so hard blacking it out, but I think enough interesting stuff <laughs> happened in this movie to to black it out. I, 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 th- I think I like this movie. Uh, had a little, had some weird things in it, and some directions that they hinted at but didn't really go to. Um, one of the reviews I read, I agree with uh, about how Octavia Spencer's performance was good enough to distract you from a whole bunch of silly stuff <laughs> that happened in this movie. Um, so yeah, she was good in it. Uh, look at, they didn't necessarily need Luke Evans, but like I said, these are friends of the director, so they just did it. Um, should have stuff happened what even happened in this movie <laughs> a bunch of ridiculous stuff but this movie oh, was... that reminds me the reason for uh ma or sue ann or whatever her own name was being like this they there's been movies where they have a childhood experience being the reason why the person grows up crazy this was one unlike <laughs> any other movie i've seen i couldn't even be like I guess it's okay that you're crazy. I can't tell if that's if it's justified or not because this this is a predicament I've never seen yeah. before. <laughs> this ain't really something you can promote. <laughs> like, I don't even know what. I guess that's very very bad what happened to you. But at the same time, she was for one, she was already teetering on weird. Yeah, she but, she came out the gate weird. But having a traumatic experience like that, that was crazy. I guess they should have been ex- over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> that. She held now. She held a grudge about forty years. <laughs> I mean, I probably would too. I mean, I don't know if I would go to the extreme. I would have been she did would. what she did. <laughs> yeah. if, if I was crazy, that would have been happening. I ain't waiting that long. I gotta get my get back now. Yeah, I'd have shot the school. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been justified because apparently uh, there was no teachers. Because for all them clearly. kids to be ganged up, pointing and laughing at her with no supervision, 
Yeah, he played her. He made her do something it very was, crazy. It kind of, it, I mean, it lined up with the oddness of the movie. Because yeah. when you watch the trailer, you're like, this movie is very weird. Y'all got the most random person to play this role. And it only doesn't come to, like, you don't see how good she does in the movie until you actually see her mm-hmm. in the movie. Like, she does she does make up for a lot of the the flaws in the movie but her i think mannerisms were funny and entertaining yeah, my just... favorite scene is when she's in the nail salon oh, she yeah, receives a card and her and the uh, lady are going uh, going back and forth i just i want to know if cuz to me it seemed like she like i'm glad they i'm glad they gave her like a story like a, a story that makes sense like you know that that went above the kid, her just wanting to be friends with these kids so i to me i thought she was just being friends with them just to make up for the fact that she wasn't friends. Yeah, that's what they was hinting at at uh, first. Because I couldn't tell if that's what they were doing because she kept giving like weird facial expression like she'd been planning this for a while. Yeah. But if that is the the you know the, the actual point of the movie, then that makes sense. It's only when Luke Evans decide to trick her and show his actual true colors all over again. Yeah. To make her flip the switch. <laughs> then then if, it, if that's the whole point of, or that was the whole goal of the movie, then I think it, it. I would say it makes me enjoy it more. But yeah. I, I thought this movie was really entertaining. <laughs> it definitely was entertaining. I just I could, I was fine with just watching Octavia Spencer <laughs> do, all that. do what she was doing. And like and you watching it, you like these kids can't be this dumb. But yeah, yeah, they can. Sixteen year olds. If they just all they want to do is drink and smoke, and you they find a place that uh-huh, they can do they it. definitely go there yeah. all the time. And which they, in all movies with like high school kids as a cast. That's why I like Booksmart so much. They didn't have this because I did not like the the girl, the popular girl. Like, I don't like yeah, when she was, people uh, act like that in these movies. She was uh, that typical uh, jerkish. She character. was doing like a in Happy Death Day to You. I'm like, you were better in the first one. Now you're just a typical <laughs> acting. But other than that, I, I was able to get past that. Uh, had your stereotypical black kid. He was funny. There was I don't know if it was him who said it or the white dude. But they was like, "Are we getting peace after school?" They was like, "Yeah, I got nine dollars." <laughs> I was the only one in the movie dying. I was like, "What is nine dollars?" Or he even said nine or seven dollars, whatever it was. I was like, "What is that gonna get you?" That's funny. Not not in my place. Not in my piece of places. Yeah, I read one review talking about how they could have went in another direction, but they only. Like briefly mentioned it, like at the spoiler alert, because I ain't holding nothing back. That's too difficult to talk about this movie. But at the end, where she's taking pictures with the kids and how she paints the black kids' faces, said there can only be one of us. That uh, that seemed very broad and yeah, random. Did. I didn't because <laughs> really did they say. didn't like we didn't know she was even thinking about that. Nope. But when they said that, that makes your mind go like, oh, she had some other stuff in her head too. Because that was his weakness. For one, everybody else got a lot. Well, he just yeah, got he paint got on his face. face. <laughs> everybody else got physical physical harm done to him. She was like, I'm going to show you some respect. I'm going to put yeah, the iron yeah, to the, the homie's stomach. I'm going to pierce her lip. Yeah, <laughs> one, some of them was uneven because one person who didn't seem as bad got the old stabby stab. <laughs> <Yeah>. to the, <laughs> that's not even. He didn't do nothing. <laughs> She well, just thought he was lying about something. Which was he lying? I th- it, it, I can't tell if he wasn't lying. He's nasty. If he was lying, he's just like his dad. <laughs> yeah, it just got that moment got very weird. Like he didn't. It didn't hint at anything of him lying. But I was like, 
Cause yeah, cause why you would gotta that, be like? Cause why? <laughs> cause what, but at the same time, why is that? Just like I gotta get out of here. Let me <laughs> let, let me go let go with the flow. Yeah, he didn't even make like no wink towards uh whatever her name is. Yeah, character. he just went for it. He did that on his own. He went yeah. rogue. Like yeah, he really do love her. <laughs> and the only thing it uh ended up being very predictable with as far as uh, spoiler alert again, her daughter. Uh, being there, as soon as they showed her and stuff, I'm like, she's gonna be the one to stop her mom. Oh uh, yeah, I figured that. Even though when they first showed her in the movie, I completely forgot that she was a character. So when she took the mask off in the bedroom, I'm like, who is that? Like, oh yeah, that's the girl from the beginning of the movie. Yeah, it was very uh, the actish with her having the Stockholm syndrome right. and she can walk, but her mom putting her in a wheelchair. And I, I, th- I think they should, they could have explained that. Why, why she went to the extremes I know because kids are evil She doesn't want them to Or her to deal with those Type of people and stuff But I think they're, They kind of Missed on explanations Of certain things Like it yeah. was just, They was just like Alright That's what we want you to think But it didn't kind of line up With everything that yeah, she was They probably doing didn't necessarily Have to have her be a sick person Or nothing She's just been homeschooled Or whatever yeah. But that was funny When they uh, She had shot and killed the cop, when she told her to get out her wheelchair and help her bring the body in. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, she definitely got crazier as the movie progressed because at the beginning you, you can sympathize with her, but towards the end you can't justify any of her actions. Not as an employee. She was a terrible employee. <laughs> yeah, she was bad. She was on her phone, <laughs> on the internet. Sue <laughs> <laughs> Played by Allison Janney. As her Had boss, yeah, and I'm glad I looked that up because I would have been sitting here still like, why was she in this? <laughs> and who had the the gall to be like, you want to play this real small role? <laughs> sure. And then uh, what also bothered me was when uh, spoiler alert, when uh, Sue Ann kills Luke Evans's character, she injects him with dog blood. Doesn't even let him really feel the dog blood. She gives a whole spill of why she's putting dog blood in him, uh-huh. puts it in him, and then immediately slits his other wrist. Yeah, and she and lets got him bleed out that way. <laughs> what? Like, yeah, what that was weird. What's the whole point of that thing? And she should have really went for it. She should have uh, did with her initial yeah, they, thing uh, was. She could do both. If she was just gonna slice his wrist after filling him up, might as well. Uh, yeah, they came in with the old <laughs> surprise. Uh. <laughs> she lifted up. Uh, he was naked and lifted up his towel and. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that, that was pretty weird, but everybody got their own customized, uh, <laughs> customized uh, death. Now the way it ended, that that boy might have not lived. That guy's hurt <laughs> Luke Evans' son because he got stabbed. Yeah, I thought he was dead when they, especially when um, they was laying down there because he just wasn't moving until they started picking him up, and yeah. carrying him out. And it was also very weird because she obviously wanted her daughter to come back to her, but. She could have went back out. She could have continued terrorizing. Yeah, I got run to her just stabbing you. Yeah, but uh, she, I guess she was fine never seeing her daughter again. And, yeah, she, she went upstairs and laid, let, the, let the flames. Uh, that, was, that was weird. That was a weird little <laughs> ending. Not not in a bad way weird, but weird as what she did is odd. Did you love that kid that much that you were willing to die next to his dead body after he treated you terrible all those years? So that's very weird. She picked that over Because she came to the window Everything was fine The flames wasn't getting her yet Yeah I thought she was about to uh, Michael Myers her That's what this reminds I was like oh my gosh this is, she, she, They really did the Halloween uh, <laughs> route 
Yeah, I really yeah. thought the house. She was just gonna be staring at them from the window, and the movie was gonna go off. It made its money back, so of course it's Blumhouse. <laughs> you know they gonna yeah, get their money. They back. made the movie for five million dollars. Now, what was the celebrities taking? With Octavia, she had to have taken a majority. And of she was a producer. She must have just been getting backhand. Oh yeah. And then yeah, um, Allison Janney, Luke Evans. Um, they had him done it for the free. Lady who played the mom. They must have just been taking some low lows. Because yeah, even Juliette Lewis has been yeah, in yeah, something Lewis. that he's made. I can't remember. He's made some interesting movies. Let me pull up his IMDb. Yeah, the movie was like it was, I I enjoyed it more than I was expect, expecting, just because the the weirdness ended up having a meaning, and the meaning was um, worked for me. So I enjoyed it; and it was entertaining. So kudos, to Octavia Spencer. Definitely might see her nominated for a Nady for best villain. We'll see how the rest of this year goes. The movies that uh Taylor or Tate Taylor directed are The Help. Which is why Octavia Spencer. That is a very odd movie to go from to, from the help to it, this. It gets very odd. Get on up. Oh yeah, he did direct that. Uh, the girl on the train. Oh, I didn't know he directed that movie. Yep, and then he got. Uh, oh yeah, he did direct that. My, of course, and then I think he has another movie coming out this year. He's an eclectic director, that's for sure. Yeah, he got a movie coming out with a uh, Jessica Chastain and. Uh, Carmen. Oh, this is the movie I think that the role was for a man, but he wanted to put that Diana Silvers girl in, mm. if I'm not mistaken. So she wore mad overalls in this movie, and it was kind of ugly. <laughs> and this was originally directed by who's this dude? Matthew. Uh, Matthew Dova. Newton. I guess that's who was supposed to direct it, but he beat some women up or something. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me, read. let me just do some reading instead. Of, in August 2018, the film drew criticism due to Matthew Newton, who was at the time was set to direct, having been accused of multiple allegations of assault and domestic violence. In addition to the accusation, he has also pled guilty to assaulting Brooke Sacho, his then-girlfriend. Jessica Chastain, a vocal advocate of the Me Too movement, was accused of hypocrisy for working with Newton. Newton will ultimately step down from directing with Tate Taylor hired to replace him. Hmm. Tate. That's a stupid name. From a, <laughs> he was also he, also, he was the one who played the cop. Tate Taylor. Oh, and Tate Taylor got another movie, a little uh, dramedy coming out with Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, hey. Nope, I take that back. He's uh-huh. just producing it. But Allison Janney, hey, and Mila Kunis, and mm. Regina Hall, hey, and Aquafina. Mm. Up down, up down, up down. Is Juliet Lewis, of course, is in it. Uh, Wanda Sykes, Alan Barkin, Jake Gyllenhaal. Is like, I'm gonna uh, produce this movie. Like, what is it even about? I'm, ass- I'm assuming it's a group of women doing a heist. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anywho. Franklin, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, but um, all right. So we got um a bunch of movies to or a bunch of movie news to go over for the past couple of weeks that we can breeze through. But first, time to mash. Time to mash it up. It's movie crossover time. All right. So I want you to take easy smeezy book smart. Okay. And ma, and give me a crossover movie. That's easy. The sequel is. 
Ma escapes from the flames. She moves to a new town where somebody else did something to her. And the town she moves to happens to be the town where the book smart girls are. And they're the characters. You just put in those characters into the role of uh, the lead girl and boy and the first Ma. All the same stuff happens, but with them. But the but. books, they're very smart, so they outsmart her much quicker, and they put her to the opposite torture tactics that she put the kids through. <laughs> hit him with the dark twist. <laughs> oh. Uh, All right, so time to get into some movie news. First up, <laughs> everybody's been waiting for us to talk about no, this. No, Ryan Reynolds. So here we go. The MTV Movie and TV Awards nomination. I didn't dropped. even know they dropped those. <laughs> uh-huh. Came out a couple weeks ago. And are these as bad as previous years? Shockingly, no. Okay. But, of course, there are some You know exceptions. they got some stuff you never heard of on there. <laughs> so, first, we got Best Movie. Mm-hmm. Here's some surprises. Avengers Endgame. Okay. Black Clansman. <laughs> That's interesting for MTV. <laughs> Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. Us. Okay. And. <laughs> so this can range from two years ago to 2019. <laughs> to all the boys I've loved before. <laughs> okay. That's your favorite movie, but that's, yeah, that's very random. <laughs> With all those other movies, Avengers, Black Klansman, Spider-Man Into the <laughs> yeah. Spider-Verse, Us, and to all the boys I love before. Yeah, that's very random. Those are, those, are, <laughs> those are all in the same realm. So this show comes on, or this war show comes on, where's the date? Because you know we got to do our predictions. Mm-hmm. Comes on June 17th. All right, we got time. So look out for our predictions for these later on. But yeah. um, best show, you got Big Mouth. Okay. Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Riverdale. Okay. Uh, Shit's Creek Again. Okay. And The Haunting of Hill House. All right. All right, now you got best performance in a movie. Mm-hmm. Amanda Sten- Stenberg from The Hate You Give. Okay. Lady Gaga from A Star Is Born. Lupita from Us. Okay. Rami Malek from Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Yes, I know you were thinking, this must just be actresses. Nah. Yeah. We- <laughs> it's, it's, it's four actresses and, and a man. Rami, Rami Malek. <laughs> and then the last lady, Sandra Bullock from Bird Box. Y'all don't have to put a, a Netflix show at least one. Yeah, Netflix it was like show we gotta do these. one Netflix. All right, best performance in a show: Elizabeth Moss from The Handmaid's Tale, Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones, Gina Rodriguez from Jane the Virgin, Kiernan Shipka from Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and I guess the Me Too movement is going very strong. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the perfect person to put in a, in a category with all women? <laughs> Jason Mitchell from The Shy. <laughs> They gonna leave that there? <laughs> boy, oh boy, I know they didn't know how that was gonna turn out. They gonna go. They gonna go back and fix that. <laughs> Yikes! Jason Mitchell out here wilding. He is a waste of talent. If if it's true, it is a waste of pure yeah. talent. That is sad. But uh, we are gonna talk about that a little later in the show. Next, we got best hero, Blee, uh, Blee, Brie Larson for Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. John David Washington for Black Klansman. Hero? <laughs> yes. Right, okay, I got a mental picture like superhero. I don't like you. Know, I ain't nah, some superhero. heroes could wear big uh, big yeah, afros. Nah, they say not all heroes wear capes. Some wear afros. <laughs> uh, Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones. Okay, so, oh yeah, that's right. You can mix movies with TV. Robert Downey Jr., Avengers Endgame. Okay. And last but certainly not least, Zachary Levy or Levi for Shazam. 
Mm. <laughs> All right, best villain. Ooh, we got some. Ooh, we got some contenders here. Jody Comer from Killing Eve. Joseph Fiennes from The Handmaid's Tale. Josh Brolin for Avengers Endgame. Lupita Nyong'o from Us. And Penn Badgley from You. That's <laughs> very random. And that sticks today. Got to put a Netflix in. And here we go. Your favorite category. Best, Best kiss. kiss. I know that because you're trying to pin that on me. Just the same way uh, that one no boy birthday tried to money. pin a kiss on you the other day. Oh, my gosh. I and thought I didn't see you. I know uh, everybody listening heard my fire bar. No, we ignored it. I'll say it again. Try to pin this on me. No birthday money. Hey, that was whack. That was fire. Uh, Human torch. Why uh, <laughs> <laughs> just gets worse and worse and worse? All right, best. Pretty shades of gray. Uh, you told that from me. <laughs> no, it was never said on the podcast. Uh, therefore, never, uh, somebody, somebody rewind the podcast and go back the many times I said that. This dude is robbing my bars. Dang, robbing bars. I don't know what I don't know what that is. I don't, I don't know what that is. So I'm gonna just move forward again. Best kiss, Camilla Mendez and Charles Melton for Riverdale. Okay, you can tell me all about that. I'm actually not caught up on this season, unfortunately. <laughs> so even though I did get to the point where they were smoochy smoochies, uh, Jason Momoa and Amber Heard from Aquaman, uh, Nukti Gatwa and Connor Swindles Who? from Sex Education. Is that two men? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was just asking. The inflection in your voice. Is that two men? Just got to double check. Um, Noah Centineo, uh, how do you pronounce his name? Your boy. And Lana Condor from To All the Boys. I, I don't even before. remember them kissing in that movie. Uh, I definitely know they did it at the end. And Tom Hardy and Michelle Williams from Venom. No. That should win just because that's the most odd one. All right, here we go. Reality Royalty. Dang, did I even pronounce that right? Reality <laughs> royalty. Okay, I put some little stank on it. Reality royalty. Uh, Jersey Shore, family vacation. My choice, <laughs> Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. <laughs> the Bachelor. The Challenge, which I am now far behind on. And Vanderpump yeah, Rules. Yeah, I'm very far behind on that. All right, best comedic performance. Aquafina from Crazy Rich Asians. Mm. Uh, Dan Levy, once again, from Schitt's Creek. Okay. John Mulaney from Big Mouth. Marseille Martin from Little. He's uh, <laughs> like, uh, and Zachary Levy or Levi from Shazam. Best comedic performance. Huh, all right. Best breakthrough performance. Once again, Aquafina from Crazy Rich Asians. Was I asleep for this whole movie or did was, was she actually in this movie a lot? She wasn't in it that much. Huh. All right, Haley Lou Richardson from Five Feet Apart. MJ Rodriguez from Pose. I don't know who that is. Nukti Gatwa from Sex Education. And your boy Noah Centennial. Oh, my gosh. All the boys I've loved King before. King of Netflix. Best fight. Avengers Endgame. Captain America versus Thanos. Okay. Or Thanos, I'm sorry. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel versus Minerva. Game of Thrones, Arya Stark versus the White Walkers, RBG, <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg versus Inequality. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is a reach. <laughs> That's crazy. I know what you're going to be voting for. Nah. Uh, 
and WWE WrestleMania, Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. Oh, they just put anything in it. (laughs) Hey, that shows you how fake wrestling is. You get nominated for awards. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) All right, here go the the category that everybody's going to be waiting for. Best uh, real-life hero, Alex Honnold from Free Solo, Hannah Gatsby from The Net, Roman Reigns from WWE SmackDown, <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg again from RBG, and Serena Williams from Being Serena. Most uh, most frightened performance. Okay. Alex Wolf for Hereditary. Linda Cardellini from The Curse of La Lorna. No. Mm. Ryan Reyes from Halloween. Played the character of uh she played Dana 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 Haynes. Is that the is that the, Child, is no. that the teenage girl? I cannot remember them names. Sandra Bullock from Bird Box. And Victoria Pedrini from The Haunting of Hill House. Then we got Best Documentary, At the Heart of Gold, Inside the U.S. Gymnastics Scandal, McQueen, Minding the Gap, RBG, and Surviving R. Kelly for some reason. Here we go. Here, best Host. They got so many categories that they can shave <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, this is crazy. Gail King for CBS This Morning. Okay. Nick Cannon for Wildin' Out. Okay. Nick Cannon for The Masked Singer. RuPaul. He hosts that? <laughs> I didn't know that. I don't know why I thought Keenan hosted that. <laughs> he has a show coming out. Um, RuPaul for RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. And Trevor Noah for The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. And, of course, you got to uh, really let us know what time of the... Uh, time in the world we are in most memeable moment oh my gosh Lindsay lohan's beach club the yeah, lilo that, dance yeah, that little dance was wild <laughs> loving hip-hop hollywood ray j's hat yeah, you already know which should win by a mile yes rbg the notorious rbg okay we don't need that no more rupaul's drag race asia o'hara's butterfly finale fail i don't know nothing about that and the bachelor colton underwood jumps the fence i it's, saw that I, but Ever heard of a white name? Yeah, Colton Underwood. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> he, he, he used to be backup quarterback in Texas. <laughs> That's what that name is. Colton Underwood. <laughs> All right, so look out for our predictions uh, later on for that. Uh, next up, James Gunn said he hasn't had as much fun writing a script for Suicide Squad than he has since Dawn of the Dead. <sighs> what do you make of this? He's just trying to hype it up until I'm going to continue to say he's not directing this movie. So now he's trying to make it look like he's having just such a blast writing it. And so people think he put in maximum effort before he leaves. I think he's just, you know, since he signed back with Disney, he's just going to keep saying stuff just to, you know, poke at them for firing him. So he's (laughs) like, all right, yeah, I ain't never had so much fun writing a movie since before I started working with (laughs) y'all. And it's on the movie that y'all are basically competitors with. And I also feel like this movie, he can do whatever he wants because it don't matter because of DC. So he, that's why he got Polka Dot Man in it, just, <laughs> yeah, just like, making up characters. I have so much freedom. I can just do whatever I want. Now, will it be good? Time will tell. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think he's just Please don't let uh, Idris Alba be playing Deathstroke. Don't do that to Joe Magniello. I think the, what I've been seeing recently, they really think he's playing Bronze Tiger. Okay. So. that's That feels... Like a big fall from the character he was gonna play because I don't. I mean, he just wanted to play anything. If you can go from three three different characters, he just wanted to be in it. 
Man, because Michael Jai White is his um his idol. Michael yeah. Jai White plays Bronze Tiger on the TV shows. Uh-huh. So he's like, I want to do the movie version in, in honor of my idol, Michael Jai. Michael Jai White is in better shape, man, Idris Elba. Yeah, but he don't pull his do-rag as well as Idris does. <laughs> he just pull it over his ears. <laughs> he don't have the bars like Idris does. Yeah. It does he? <laughs> well, we got here some Michael Jai White bars. Um, oh, yeah, and um, it's official now. Uh, Joe Kinnaman is in Suicide Squad. Yeah, uh-huh. So everybody back except for <laughs> Big Willie, and that should tell y'all. <laughs> that should tell y'all he has no interest because he finished Bad Boys, so he got, <laughs> he got other stuff to do. He got, he got his mind rest. Yeah, he's figuring something out. <laughs> like, I'd rather make YouTube videos. Like, I'm a superstar again. I got stuff to do. I'm moving on. Um, all right, moving forward, the movie that shocked my, or the news that shocked my world a couple weeks ago. Chris Rock has created a story for and will produce the next Saw movie. That's very random. I had to look at my phone to make sure it wasn't April Fool's Day. <laughs> yeah, that, that didn't look real because I saw it on Instagram. So I'm like, this is fake. It must be a joke based on something from a stand-up. I was just, I was floored. Came out of John Wick, seeing the notification on my phone, like, what in the world is this? <laughs> I was shell-shocked because if anybody knows, Saw is one of my favorite movies of all, t- or favorite franchises of all time. So I'm I'm more than content with them not making movies anymore. Yeah, so I didn't need the last. I didn't need Jigsaw. I thought it was cool. I, I keep I didn't forgetting need it. they made that. So it doesn't even fit in with the other ones. So you can let the you can let it you know let it ride for at least a decade. Nope, bring it right back. Chris Rock and I think Chris Rock was listening to the podcast when we was giving him a bunch of ideas. Before, <laughs> we, we were saying Jordan Peele was gonna make the next Saw movie. Uh huh. And we was telling him they're gonna call it Saint. <laughs> uh, they gonna have uh, Keegan Michael Key or whatever his name, uh, whatever his name is. And I believe uh, Michael Che made that same joke on Saturday Night Live recently. So he listened to the podcast too because we did this weeks uh, ago. He, I think he said Chris Rock is uh, writing the new Saw movie, or as they're gonna call it, or something like that. Saint. He really stole my joke. <laughs> oh, I should be writing for Saturday Night Live then. Dang, I'm about to send in my audition tape. Because that's I bet the crowd was rolling because when I told Brianna, she started dying. I'm like, huh. Oh, man. I'm really funny. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start going around saying I'm Michael Che funny. Dang. I'm mad. <laughs> hey, Chris Rock really stole my stuff. All right, so what do you, so they said he's only writing the story for it. He's not writing the script, nor is he directing it. Only the people who's writing the script is the guy who's been writing the script for the movies recently. So <laughs> all he's going to do is just change it back to what he wanted to make. Yeah, he's like, okay, I'm going to do it this way though. Like, yeah. I, I heard you, Chris. Let's take out if all he, the if black he's been, people and put some. Yeah, if in he's here. been writing it his way for years, and Chris Rock just comes up with a story, it's still going to be written how he writes it. Because yeah, so. what the does, is he going to like? I guess he likes Chris's idea, so he's going to do it. But I think Chris Rock's going to drop out before this movie gets made. And yeah, the movie's going to turn into another Saw movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just because just just based on how it seems, most of the people who worked on the last few of them, or at least some of the last few of them, one of them's directing it, and one of them is uh, the other one's writing it. So I just feel like he's going to come with such a different take on the movie. And they're going to still be in, trying to incorporate their, you know, what they've done recently. So yeah. I think it's going to have a clash there, and I think he's going to end up leaving. Yeah. He should He should have just decided to direct it and everything. Just make your own Saw movie. 
but I am very interested in seeing what a Chris Rock Saw movie would yeah, look I wanna like. Yeah, I want to see the original script, because I'm sure it's going to be changed. I just want to see the story. Is it going to take place in the hood? Is it going to be a lot of... people? Is it going to be here? It's going to be a lot of self-aware uh, jokes and stuff? Instead of Jake Saw, it's going to be Domino's. <laughs> 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 Is it gonna be craps? Yeah, it's gonna be heck. Carbon dice. (laughs) (laughs) Head crack. That's how everybody gotta die. If you you gotta roll a seven or an eleven, and if you don't roll it, then (laughs) you deuces. (laughs) Dang. It's gonna be a lot of 40 bottles cracked over people's heads. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, so I I really, I'm like, one part of me doesn't want him touching this movie because. James Wan and Lee Wannell are rolling over in their nice, comfortable beds right now at the news. Like, we left this movie so long ago, y'all just keep just doing the craziest things with it. Mm-hmm. But then the other heart, part of me really wants to see what a Chris Rock Saw movie would look like. Yeah, I want to know what. He literally must have just been watching, like, on TNT or something. Like, I could come up with something for this. All right, so before we move on, give me one actor in a franchise that seemed as random seems as like a random marriage as Chris Rock and Saw. So like if uh <sighs> Melissa McCarthy uh, directed the next Superman movie. Something <laughs> crazy. Yeah, let me see. Let me try to pick somebody. Alright. I'm gonna go. Hold on. That's someone just popped in my head. Goes the weasel. Let's go. Let me think of a franchise real quick. Franchise like a Houston Rocket. Every eight months is when I used to uh, drop it. <laughs> I had that that flow when you you just all you gotta do is say the line and that flow is in your head. <laughs> I'm gonna say if Michael Sarah was attached to like the barbershop <laughs> <laughs> reboots. He was working at Calvin's shop. <laughs> a new barber. That'll be odd. Uh, oh, shoot. Like, uh, like Jake Gyllenhaal did Shaft or something. <laughs> uh, he was like the fourth Shaft uh, family member. Shaft. Uh, <laughs> that just sounds odd. <laughs> Nothing's more odd than their catchphrase, though. <laughs> I continue to put on all our posts. <laughs> I even listened to the Quavo song. I, I listened to the intro of it, and based on how he started it, it sounded like it's one of the more cornier songs. I, mean, I got it on my phone. Uh, have you heard that song, that DJ Mustard song with Quavo, Meek Mill? Yeah, I don't like that song. I ain't never heard a least, least creative song in my entire life. <laughs> Oh, gosh. People just be making songs. Don't even put no thought into it. But, all right. Um, and the name of this song is just ridiculous. Generation after generation. Handle business without hesitating. Say the word gonna change, but I'm still waiting. I done ran out, but I'm still patient. Who is the man, yeah? With the bands, yeah? With the plans, yeah? Who they gonna call when they come in the bam, yeah? I watched him on sneaker shop and I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was very funny because he had a he had a wrist brace on 
And it wasn't from what he said. Nah, he does his own crazy. I think he said he hurt his wrist cooking in a pot. Yeah, I do. Then he proceeded to say skirt, skirt after as he walked off camera. He's like, I'm just generally asking about your wrist. You can't even be serious. Asking about your well-being, Mr. Quavo. Quavo Terrius or whatever his real name is. Yeah, his name is crazy. Quavarius or something. Yeah, I don't like that name. Um, But all right, into the more big news that dropped recently. First, it was said that Robert Pattinson is in the running yep. to play Batman. Him and Nicholas Holt had a costume contest. Yep, it did. <laughs> then it came out. Actually, him and Nicholas Holt are sashaying down the runway mm-hmm. in their finest Batman attire to see who's going to take They had to bring Ezra cow. in there, which we can't forget that Ezra and Black Guy's contract is up. <laughs> DC contract is up, meaning y'all messed around and played y'all's characters for the last time. Good. That's crazy. <laughs> they ain't gonna have a problem letting go of black guy, but of course, Ezra they Miller. Been, they probably been moved on from him. Just forgot to tell him. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now it's official. Robert Pattinson won the sashaying contest and mm-hmm. will be the Batman. He's made it official. I know we we talked about it before when there was a few people, including Robert Pattinson, rumored to be in the running. So, um, so you said it would be interesting if he plays Batman. Would you rather had him or Nicholas Hope play him? I feel like as far as facial structure, Robert Pattinson has the better superhero facial structure, but I feel like Nicholas Holt would maybe be better, but I discovered as we was flicking the channels and Twilight was on, I have never seen a full Robert Pattinson movie. (laughs) I'm like... I was like, let me look at his uh, filmography. I've never seen a Robert Pattinson movie. I never, I haven't seen the Twilight movies. I've never seen this man. The only time I've ever seen him was in Harry Potter. Oh yeah. So that's the only, and based off of that, based off of his child acting, I can't really judge him for being a superhero. So he's actually a good actor. That's why I'm not mad at it. It's just the fact that he did Twilight is just yeah. really. And he got like a bottom. natural dirty look. And I haven't. He definitely. I ain't never seen him act really, but as far as the filmography, he hasn't done anything even close. Yeah, because Twilight to something like this. Twilight put such a bad taste in his mouth. Yeah. He said, "I am going down the deepest of indie dwellers." Y'all thought Jake Gyllenhaal went indie after yeah. Prince of Persia. Y'all ain't seen nothing yeah. like what I've done. But I think he. Sure, I don't see why he would do a bad job. So, and I think yeah, it says a lot of people aren't really. Like, people know who Robert Pattinson is, but outside of Twilight, a lot of them aren't familiar with... I was say, then that's all. That's why he's getting judged so hard, because all we know yeah. is Twilight, but... So, would you... I think I think he'll come more of a surprise. It'll, it'll feel more like a natural feel once he actually gets into the movie. I'm, I'm excited to even see that. That'll be interesting to see him do something like this. I want, Hopefully, he gets buffed. Oh, yeah, he better put on some... So what is Thank that? Is that you. a snack pack? Yeah, I told you. That's the type of stuff y'all be getting at like schools <laughs> and your little hot lunch. Small pizza. All right, if y'all hear me disappear from the podcast, I'm eating. Yeah, that's just uh, that's just making me a little depressed. Uh huh. That's why I said they don't they don't serve smalls. <laughs> no biggie. Or no, say it again. Say it again. No. Say. <laughs> they don't serve smalls. <laughs> biggie ain't allowed in the restaurant. Bars. I'm just going to go ahead and ignore that. But, yeah, so Robert Pattinson has Batman. I'm really looking forward to it, especially with Matt Reeves directed. It's just a, such an interesting combination that um something I can't wait to see. Yeah, he better put on some muscle. Mm-hmm. And he all, it's also going to depend on the costume, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the costume better not look a little wild. But I have faith in Matt Reeves, so. 
and apparently it's gonna be a whole bunch of villains in it. Yeah, see, that's where we just we just gotta see going forward. Uh huh. So um, it's gonna be interesting. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, this is a new start of the DC universe and. Maybe a DC. They got. They don't have DC multiverses. Yep, because <laughs> the Robert Pattinson can't possibly be with Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Yeah, and Robert Pattinson definitely can't be playing a younger version of Ben Affleck. Yep. <laughs> so, so <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um. All right. Is there anybody you would have liked to have seen in the running of Batman? And don't say Aaron Taylor Johnson. If this was ten years, then ago, I ain't got an answer for you. <laughs> if this was two years ago, you would have said Logan Lerman. I told you to come with somebody else. Nah, that'd be too crazy. <laughs> So it's not Aaron Taylor Johnson. I wouldn't want Jake Gyllenhaal in the DC universe. Yeah, he can't play a young version of Batman, anyways. He's getting a little. Oh, yeah. He's getting a little up there, even though he's still in his thirties. So if it's not Aaron Taylor, then I don't really see who could play him. I would like to see uh, Josh Joseph, Brolin almost played him. Joseph Gordon-Levitt could have played it if he never would have played Robin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Chris Nolan's version of Robin. Or any other dude with black hair, <laughs> and that could put on some muscle. I'm trying to think of young people. Noah Centennials. No. <laughs> he got, like, too much of a goofy vibe. That's why he takes a serious role and just really changes <laughs> your mind. No more Netflix movies for him after this. I mean, if... Uh, <gasps> Netflix is Batman? If a movie like Batman <laughs> was ever put on Netflix? <laughs> That's what they, they need to put New Mutants on Hulu. Because yeah. they have reshoots, by the way. Oh yeah, I got that on here. That's it. It's about time. Just but. thinking of the fact that when they started filming this, Maisie Williams was probably a teenager still. <laughs> yeah, she done had a nasty little news scene in Game of Thrones yeah. now, which still makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, but all right, uh, moving forward, staying in DC. Zack Snyder said recently he almost cast Zoe Zaldana as Lois Lane in Man of Steel. He was tripping. <laughs> How crazy would the fanboys have reacted yeah, if that was that the case? Been, <laughs> How many that would have been just as bad as when she played Nina Simone and they darkened her skin. Yeah, how many racial slurs do you think would have been an average said about her on the little, uh, you know, the Reddits? And Probably the, 300. <laughs> 300 per post. How quickly would the DC Universe have died if she would have played Lois Lane and not uh, Amy Adams? It's died pretty quick so far, so if it goes any faster than what, what it has, I had to chill. I think it would have stopped at Batman of Steel. I don't think people would have been able to get past the fact that <laughs> yeah, he they really, would have her. He jumped out the window. Not saying that Zoe Zaldana is a bad actress, of course, and not saying that a black person can't play Lois Lane. <laughs> but you might as well just go all out and just make Superman black. Uh huh. Them, all the Michael B. Jordan rumors had me scared. <laughs> yeah, I just well, like, they wanted a black uh, Superman. Yeah, can you just like just make Superman good, like? <laughs> just worry about making the character good. Don't worry about um, just trying to be different and whatnot. Just worry about making the movie good. Clearly, you didn't really successfully uh, <laughs> do that. So, thank goodness you didn't add Zoe Zaldana. She was busy anyway. She got about a million Avatar movies and yeah. shit. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, it takes a lot to get your skin that dark for Nina Simone. So <laughs> she, she was busy. And that one, what was her movie called? Miss Bala? <laughs> Miss Commodore or something like that. <laughs> Miss Commodore. <laughs> Columbiana. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was something. Something, something uh, whack. Of Spanish heritage. I'm trying to think of that one movie. Got, uh, Hannah? Is that what that movie is called? The the new action 
the female-led action movie that's coming out later this year? Uh, I have no clue. That they always just call them, like, just their name? They don't get nothing <laughs> oh, <close. yeah. laughs> I mean, Atomic Blonde was the only closest thing, but other than that, it's Hannah or Miss Bala or <laughs> Colombiana, mm-hmm. which her character was probably that in there. It's just, just not creative. Um, all right, going to, to a better side of things. The Black uh, Widow movie is rumored to be set after Civil War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see how that transition? I didn't have to mention that so Marvel. Um, <laughs> how is that possible? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just curious how they're going to do this. I don't know. <laughs> explain it, I guess. Is this, are they going to have Captain America in it? Because after Civil War... They basically they went off together, yeah, and formed the, the little secret. Maybe they went off together, thingies. and then she went off for a little bit on her own. Why can't they just do a, a prequel to Iron Man Two? Yeah, that's what I thought they were gonna do. You know, it's like, gonna be pretty weird if she has like a big villain, like strong villain in it. Because why wouldn't they ever speak on that? Yeah. So yeah, especially if it's if it's in between Civil War and um. Uh, was it Infinity War? That's going to be a little odd. But, yeah. I mean, this is Marvel, so they can just do whatever they want. It might sound weird at first, but it'll work. Yeah, uh, I have faith in it. But um, you hear um, they're saying that uh, what's his name? the Mandarin will probably be the villain in the Shang-Chi or Shang-Li movie oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll erase this. Hey, got to pair it together. <laughs> when we shocked if everybody from Iron Fist was in it. <laughs> Like, okay, we botched a Mandarin villain in Iron Man 3. What if we bring him back? Shang-Li or Chi or whatever that movie's called. Of course. Good thinking. I wonder how they're going to mention Iron Man 3. Because like, the one character was supposed to be, like, his, he was playing the Mandarin. Yeah. Maybe they'll have, uh, what's his name? Because in that little uh, one shot, he had him in jail. And that's when they told him about the real Mandarin. So maybe they'll bring Ben Kingsley back. Yep. That'll be interesting. All right. And to my getting back in my transition bag, back to James Wan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> James Wan's Mortal Kombat is now scheduled for March 5th, 2021. My question to you is, what's the likelihood that this movie doesn't suck? That's going to be difficult. Because he ain't directing it, is he? No. Just yeah, so it very well be whack. <laughs> Most likely. If the best reviewed video game movie ever is Detective Pikachu, <laughs> then I'm saying something. Should they get one of the Ray boys to play one of these uh, Mortal Kombat characters, or maybe one of the kids from Twenty One or Twenty One <laughs> Reasons Why? Or Dang Twenty One, <laughs> Dang, she got a bunch of reasons. <laughs> Twenty One tapes. Yeah, that's too many episodes. <laughs> Even though season two, they drug some episodes out. They was done with the tapes. <laughs> boy, oh boy, did they. <laughs> I can't wait to see what the, what they come up with for this yeah. third one. <laughs> oh, you done with your piece already? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you just started. Yeah, that was light. <laughs> I am hungry. That made me hungrier. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, I don't... I don't, for what I don't see this Mortal Kombat movie coming out, but if it does come out, I don't really trust it to be good. But if James Wan was behind the the camera, that's a different yeah, story. That'd be interesting because he's directed one of the best action movies of all time, so he knows how to direct action movies. Clearly, fighting video games seems way too hard to make. Yeah, because you got to put a story around it. Like yeah. the, the story that's in the actual game is trash. Yeah, so, they just they just do that so they can connect the stuff. Yeah, just to give you a reason to be fighting these people. <laughs> he should uh, 
produce a Def Jam Vendetta movie. Ooh, uh, yeah, do it while all these rappers are still alive and yep. look kind of like their young have selves. All of them have Joe Budden, have Ghostface Killer, and Radman, and Ludacris, and Fat Joe. That's something that would definitely come on YouTube Red. <laughs> do they even have YouTube Red anymore? I don't know. I think they got rid of it. Jeez, that was fast. That was just YouTube Premium. <laughs> Nobody was buying that. Which garbage. I only bought a month of one time, so they need to explain to me why it's that easy. I didn't even put a credit card or nothing in. It's like, we'll find it. We'll just <laughs> we'll go through your past search history and just pull it from there. The only time I ever got something off of YouTube was about three years ago when the interview came out, and that was the only way you could watch it. Oh, yeah. How did I, how did I watch that movie? Did I buy it? I think I might have rented it, too. Oh, yeah, I remember the whole uh, poster situation with that thing, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought them things were about to be worth some money. <laughs> oh, man. All right, moving on. I think we mentioned this earlier. It might have been on mic or off mic. John Wick said he would be up for... Call <laughs> <laughs> him John Wick. <laughs> hey, that's how much John Wick is that good. Hey, man. John Wick. He ain't Keanu no more. <laughs> John. <laughs> But uh, Keanu Reeves said he would be up for playing Wolverine. Are you trying? To, are you trying to see a, another old man Logan story? Nah. <laughs> are you trying to get see somebody a, small? Get Daniel Radcliffe, like I've been saying. Yeah, I ain't trying to see a seven foot tall uh, <laughs> Wolverine. <laughs> even though we you all know no, Keanu Reeves ain't that tall, but yeah. he way over six foot. Yeah, he ain't short. Like six one. <laughs> so, Hugh Jackman was already too tall to be playing yeah. Wolverine. Luckily, he bodied the role, so he yep. got over it. But, and as you say, emphasis on the body. Excuse me. That's what you said before the <laughs> Yeah, he got salad on his mouth. <laughs> nah, but I mean, if this was a this was a different time, yeah, Keanu Reeves could have played Wolverine, but that ain't what I'm trying to see right now. He got other options. He can play like Indiana Jones or something. He need to get a new Matrix movie made. Yeah, those are movies I'm terrified to rewatch. Because <laughs> I know maybe the first one would be good. But those second two were already in doubt when they came yeah. out. So I know. I like. I feel like I like the documentary about the Matrix better than the actual <laughs> two movies. Yeah, the like documentary it. lets you know all the little hidden things in it. I'm like, wow, oh, that's a smart movie. Those Wachowskis were way ahead of their time. Wachowski sisters. <laughs> they went from the Wachowski brothers to the Wachowskis to the Wachowski <laughs> yeah. sisters. What a, a crazy transition. <laughs> All right, moving forward to crazy. Here's a <laughs> crazy duo. Chris Hemsworth and Tiffany Haddish are starring. I don't see that. <laughs> starred in um, the movie by the name of Down Undercover, which starts shooting. That sounds so corny. <laughs> starts shooting. That sounds like it stars uh, <laughs> the one dude, the Australian dude. Uh, uh, the guy who's still alive or the guy who's dead? Paul Hogan. Uh, but I say, uh, you ain't talking about my boy Erwin. Uh, nah. Rest in peace. Um, but yeah, that movie starts shooting February 2020 for Paramount. So they're playing a cop duo in the vein of Rush Hour and The Heat, uh. is what was said. Now, can you name me another duo that would be as random as Chris Hemsworth and Tiffany Haddish? Melissa McCarthy and Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> playing buddy cops. <laughs> yeah. That would I don't be. like Tiffany Haddish, uh, Chris Hemsworth. 
Yeah, I ain't really. I ain't I'd rather that have just been Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson for the fourth time. <laughs> I'd have watched it, even though there's already uh, Men in Black's already looking like it's about to bomb. That's that. <laughs> I forget to say it's going to make right now. It's tracking to make the lowest easily of any of the three movies. Cause Will ain't in it. Anybody? I mean, we all love Chris Hemsworth and Tiffany or Tank Tessa Thompson, but mixing black women up. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Yeah, I ain't racist. Man, ain't nobody really trying to see that unless Will Smith make a surprise cameo and y'all let us know that it's a surprise. Yeah, and he's in it for a long time. Because <laughs> I, ain't, I also I saw on his filmography that he has a cameo in Student of the Year too. I hope that's just something fake. <laughs> what in the world that is sounds so random. Student of the Year too. I have no clue. Hey, okay. All right, so Melissa McCarthy and Michael B. That's mm-hmm. pretty random. Hey, can I think of one? Sandra Bullock and um. Marlon Wayans. Yeah, I mean, that was, that the was heat. odd. <laughs> that was that was very odd. I, I remember that vividly. Like, what in the world? Um, but all right, moving forward. Brie Larson and Terrence J. <laughs> 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 Yikes. That is very. That was a whack movie. <laughs> that is very odd. I was about to say one that seemed odd, but then I thought about it for a hot second. Like, I can see that. Nick Cannon and Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. <laughs> I could see them being in a movie. <laughs> that would be so crazy. I just thought back to like when he was in a movie with Rosalind Sanchez or whatever. That <laughs> yeah. She had to have been at least 30 years older than him. When uh-huh. they, she was his love interest. Lord. You can do uh, Common and Christina Hendricks. <laughs> I, for one, I could <laughs> see that. That's like it happened. Uh you got to be black and white almost. <laughs> Regina King and uh, Ryan Gosling. I feel like that can happen too. <laughs> Shout out to the Boondocks, which really seems like it's yes. coming back. They, they say, uh, they, John Witherspoon says it's coming back, and then all of a sudden, uh, the little Boondocks bootleg page got verified, and they posted like, that should tell y'all who's running this page. I say, yeah, that got to be. So <laughs> it's Aaron Magruder running it, because you don't just randomly get uh, a little fake uh, online show. Of Uncle Ruckus. That's <laughs> 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 uh, funny. But yeah, that better not be on Adult Swim, though. Because seeing how they hogtied, what's it called? They finished Black Jesus season three. They just have not put it out. Exactly. So don't put it on Adult Swim because I feel like they would try to muck it up a little bit and put, change a bunch of stuff. Yeah, put it on Netflix. <sighs> so I can watch the whole season like I'll be doing almost regularly. Now, as if I haven't seen them before. Um, all right, moving on. So, Sony is... Oh, cre- I know another one. Emma Stone and Brandon T. Jackson. No, I would... <laughs> I mean, I would walk out the theater saying, like, dang, that movie was pretty great. <laughs> but boy, oh boy, beforehand, I'd be like, this is some garbage. Oh, man. Be doing that. Hey. All right, what about, uh, like, uh, Regina Hall and... um. Noah Centennial, <laughs> whatever his name is, Sentinels. You can go uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Lil Rel, little buddy cop. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> uh, uh, I was about to say this, and I was like, it could be real. Natalie Portman and Trevante Rhodes. Yeah, that's too realistic. <laughs> For what? That she... could be a war movie. I feel like they've been in a movie together. For what? It's like he could just eat her, eat two of her, <laughs> just to, just to, you know... Fill up his little yeah. nutrition diet. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so Sony. 
they're creating a PlayStation production company. That's just weird. <laughs> to adapt uh, their games into films and TV. <sighs> so, how many movies and or TV shows do you think will come of this? Two. <laughs> a TV show and a movie, they both flop and they quit. They close the company. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. I was you more generous than me. I was gonna say one, <laughs> and I thought it was gonna pop up on some random platform like maybe a Spectrum TV along with that. Yeah, it's bro- gonna come on something weird like Apple <laughs> TV or. <laughs> I think LA's Finest or whatever that show is is like knee deep in its season right now. That's crazy. That comes on what Direct TV now? <laughs> I think it's just Spectrum something. That's crazy. It comes. On, how do you? What, okay, is it comes on Spectrum? What channel is that? What channel is? Cable. <laughs> Probably it's Spectrum's on demand. It's generic on demand. Yeah, you just got to find it on there. <laughs> it's on that page that show previews to pay-per-view <laughs> movies. <laughs> oh, I remember the little guy page. Uh-huh. I had to wait for like, dang it, I just missed I missed the- Nickelodeon. <laughs> now, now I got to go through upwards of 80 more channels until I see this again. Oh, it used to go so slow. <laughs> that is crazy. Technology has advanced. Uh-huh, those are some serious first world problems. Like, can't figure out the show and watch it three hours. Yeah. <laughs> That's sad. I'm going to still be sitting here because I need to know what I need to watch. All right, the new episode of SpongeBob come on at 8. Okay, cool, 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 cool. And then uh, the All That Reboot comes on uh, <laughs> right after that. I can't wait till that starts. Got Keenan and Kel. I, I saw a clip. <laughs> nah, that, ain't, that ain't a good representation. But <laughs> say it was in the comedy, did not age. <laughs> I was like, okay, since um, Jermaine Fowler is producing this as well, maybe he's going to shine some light on and change his comedy a little bit. I think uh, Chance the Rapper's doing a theme song. Mm-hmm. And they, really, they went really young with the kids, too. Yeah, I, I guess they were, because... Keenan's only like I think he just turned forty, and that was a long time ago. That was like twenty something years ago. So they must have just looked big to us because we was uh-huh, two year olds. I think they more long because they were a little older. But Amanda Bynes was very young oh, yeah, on there. Yeah, these kids just look all thin and frail. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, they said the cast members are gonna be making returns and stuff. I mean, I can do all this talk, but there's a nice chance that I won't ever see episodes. So <laughs> I'd be keeping up. Dang, do I even keep up with Raven's home anymore? I haven't. That show's funny, though. Yeah. But anyway, speaking of uh, kid stuff, <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Michael Pena, your boy, joins the Tom and Jerry movie. Mm-hmm. Now, let me read what this movie's, I think, about, because, <laughs> spoiler alert, it don't sound too good. And I don't know why Michael Pena being cast sounds so generic. But um, so the film will follow Chloe Grace Moretz's character as Kayla, a new employee at the extravagant Park Hotel, who hires broke alley cat Tom to get rid of a mouse Jerry in an attempt to secure her job. First things first, in the Tom and Jerry cartoon, they ain't show humans. <laughs> well, you ain't gonna make no movie in two thousand whatever. And, and hiring humans. a cat, that's is t- if he talks. Then that's crazy. Oh, you know he's talking. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. Yeah. I'm assuming Michael Pena is Jerry. Michael Pena has signed on the stars Terrence. <laughs> Who is Terrence? <laughs> Michael Pena ain't never played a character with a regular name. He's always played Louise, <laughs> Manuel. Oh, y'all being too nice. He don't look nothing like no Terrence. <laughs> But the deputy general manager of the hotel who acts as a bully to Kayla and begins clashing with his new employee as she impresses upper management 
other management with her battle against the animal duo. He's going to get on a little weird run. He did Dora. Yeah, he's doing he's this. Doing, he got to stop doing movies for the check. <laughs> um, the feature. Okay, here we go. I, I lied. The feature will film an animated and silent Tom and Jerry whose shenanigans will take place in a live action world. Yeah. This is the first in a series of similar design projects from Warner Brothers with the others being Space Jam 2, Scooby-Doo, a.k.a. Scoob, and Wile E. Coyote versus Acme hybrid feature. Versus Acme? <laughs> he gonna go against the whole company? I don't know. I was gonna be just a roadrunner. Going against Acme. Chris Maybe. McKay doing it, though, so hopefully it ain't bad, but... Tim's story is directing uh, Tom and Jerry, so that makes me think this movie's going to be terrible. Oh, this is going to be awful. Because <laughs> <laughs> Tim's story is directing some awful movies. At least we know they're going to be silent. That's cool. For but now. Is it, going, is it going to be funny? Doubt it. How are you going to hire a cat uh, that doesn't talk? And is Chloe Grace Moretz ain't taking her career serious. Yeah, we sh- This movie, if she ain't in that uh, <laughs> the whatever we call our stinkiness yeah, by then... <laughs> She ain't on it by then. Yeah. She's definitely gonna be on it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm calling it. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's too much. That's one too many. Yeah, Michael Pena. We all know Dora the Explorer is gonna be trash, and we all know that's gonna be trash. And I'm for some reason, know. I feel like Dora the Explorer already came out. Probably because they showed too many trailers already. But I say, I think they pushed it back too, like about a week. Oh man. They surely pushed back. Um, what's that movie? Uh, Fast Runner. <laughs> <laughs> the blue dude. Oh, Sonic. Yeah, yeah they pushed that back to next year because they got to redesign that character. I saw the like the way the fans made him look. Uh, why couldn't they just did that? And, like, I have a no clue why they didn't do that. It was the slightest changes, and it looked so much better. Yep, made the eyes bigger, no teeth. But see, made I, his body normal. <laughs> I, got, like, I, I looked at it like I thought it looked stupid, but I didn't realize how much I hated it until I saw what the fans did. They should have I don't get why they would even do that in the first place. Make Sonic look like Sonic. It's <laughs> animated anyway, so just why, why are you changing anything? And I want to know why they're pushing it back. They are wasting their time. All the people who complained aren't going to see the movie yeah. anyways. <laughs> so you're just pushing this back to a time that no one's really going to yeah, see. It's it. not gonna, the action looked all right in it, but it don't matter because... It's not gonna do well. Do I see this garbage? It's, I'm, I'm, I can do a, a Rotten Tomato score on that now. Thirty-two. That's generous. Yeah, that's me being 16. nice. Sixteen. <laughs> uh, not sixteen is only just because somebody's gonna find Jim Carrey funny in that movie. He look Jim Carrey always funny, so um, they got James Martin in it. Yeah, he was he good on Death of Me. What's that show called? I can't even remember what it's called on Netflix. Um. Speaking of death, Simon Kinsberg said New Mutants reshoots coming this year. I don't know why. Why does Simon Kinsberg have any say what new what goes on with New Mutants now? Exactly. This is a Disney mess. <laughs> yes, Disney <laughs> is just being very... Disney's nice enough to be putting Dark Phoenix out. So... <laughs> They're like, we just go... We go give y'all all closure. We I can't wait to see ending. what they put uh, at the beginning of the movie. When they do... Are they going to do the page flips? Regular Marvel page flips? I know one thing that better not be in it. In credit scenes. Oh, yeah, there's no... If they dare put a little cliffhanger at the end of this, yeah, ain't no... I'm getting up. As soon as the movie go off, I'm getting up because there's no... Even if there are end credit scenes, there's no need for me to see them because there will be no payoff. That's what I did with uh, Godzilla. I was so tired, I was out. (laughs) I think that thing had like two end credit scenes. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, but... I I know the actors are going to feel like they're wasting their time coming back to this. There's so, no sense in doing it. No one wants to see it. How does it feel to go shoot something that nobody wants to see? 
they need to just force it out. Like, what's so bad about? I mean, this movie is whack. If they can't even just put it out the way it is, what is the movie good? <coughs> they won't. <laughs> they ain't got to worry about that. They got Anya Taylor drove them bang. <laughs> yeah, that's that's bad. They got enough. Maisie Williams, who looked very in that first trailer. She looked very crazy. Like her facial structure is spread apart. <laughs> oh man. Speaking of X-Men stuff, Matthew Vaughn said his plan was to do Days of Futures Past last in his first class trilogy. But as we all know, he Sorry. stopped yep. he stopped directing after first class, went on to work on Kingsman, and then they took over and made Days of Futures Past second. <laughs> That's crazy. Um but yeah, so basically what he was saying was the reason that he um that he didn't continue was because Fox wasn't listening to him. He said his plan was to do first class, then the second film would have been a new young Wolverine in the 70s, and then he would have brought all those characters together in Days of Futures Past. You got an old X-Men and the new, or old Wolverine and new Wolverine. You got a Jason McAvoy, or James McAvoy, I'm sorry, and um, Patrick Stewart, mm-hmm. and why do I want to call him McLean? That's not his name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, McLean. <laughs> With James, uh, James Fa- or Michael Fassbender, he was like, "Cause nothing could get bigger than just combining all those characters and on this big screen at once." But he was like, "I finished the Days of Future script- Past script. It was ready to go." They looked at it. it was like, um, or he looked at it. He was like, "Yeah, would it be fun to cast Tom Hardy as like Young Wolverine?" And they was like. Nah, that's too good. We doing this now. <laughs> Dang, at least they liked it, but still, <laughs> liked it too much. <laughs> and he was like, "Okay, then what do you do next?" And then he said, "And y'all saw what happened. Yeah. Apocalypse." <laughs> it was like, "We can, we got it from here. You, your services have been appreciated. We are gonna go ahead and knock this apocalypse out." Love when you really think about it. When he describes it that way, maybe I mean, apocalypse is gonna be bad regardless, but. Especially with it going in that order, it really kind of stinks. So my question to you is, should he have just finished the trilogy his way, or was he right to go do Kingsman? I mean, he wanted to do his Kingsman movie, so I guess that was fine. He technically got two of them in. And they was, they was going to make a fourth one regardless. I know he wouldn't have done a fourth one, so. We're pushing Apocalypse out somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it don't matter. This is going to end this, this one of these series of films. Um, yeah, I'm I'm glad he went and did Kingsman because we still got we've got two good X Men movies yep. out of it and a Kingsman instead of no Kingsman and then three good X Men movies. So <laughs> yep, even it out. So um, yeah, I'm glad Kingsman's Speaking great. Kingsman and Taylor Johnson is that where you're going next? No, I am not going nah, to that. Okay. We're just going to ignore that. But hey, that's what I thought you were saying. Nah, I ain't never. He could play Wolverine, but he's already Quicksilver. He's no probably, one will he's, remember he's, he's that. Got he a, played... He's probably got a film commitment. <laughs> He, just, he signed a big old, a big old contract. I'm like telling that. you, he'll be back, most likely in Black Widow. But do we need to re- go over the fact that you was so hyped that he was going to be in Endgame? Still thought there was a chance <laughs> when everybody was coming out of the rings. <laughs> did you? Uh, did you go look up like Aaron Taylor Johnson on Avengers Endgame set? Let me type this in. So that stuff could be deleted from all <laughs> traces on the internet. I'm seeing if. Is Aaron Taylor? <laughs> His name <Johnson> is Aaron. <laughs> returning to the MCU. Let's see what they write. There's about to be a bunch of articles. No articles found. No page results. Let's see. 
A lot of articles from last year. Nothing sticking. This ain't thumbtacks. Mars. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. (sighs) They're all saying Avengers 4. And based upon them not having the title of the movie, you can tell these articles are old. Exactly. So, it just sucks sometimes when you get so hyped about something and then you just Mm. a pie in your face. No prank. Oh, my gosh. All right. I think it's time to move on to the weekly Geely segment of this show. If I'm forgetting something, please let me know. Uh, I feel like there was something I wanted to touch on, but don't remember. So, By the way, the only reason why he even died in uh, Age of Ultron is because a funny business with Fox also owning some of the character. Okay. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. Just letting everybody know. Mm -hmm. That's definitely what happened. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, we got two nominees for the Weekly G League this week. First up, we kind of mentioned it earlier, Jason Mitchell for misconduct allegations getting him <laughs> not only dropped from his Netflix movie, his TV show, yeah. his agency, yep, and his management. I mean, something else crazy is about to come along. <laughs> like, yeah, it got to be. Lena Waif was on the Breakfast Club copping a plea. Yeah, for, what, for one, she really didn't make herself look any better. You were told that he was doing this stuff yeah. on season one, and you still brought him <laughs> back, even though she said, I don't have the right to fire people and whatnot. But he basically made it seem like it could have been your call if he came back. But um, so, yeah, so if you don't know who Jason Mitchell is, Easy E from Straight Outta Compton, Brandon from The Shy, great, talented actor. Looked like he was on his up and up. Lena Waithe called him the Black Tom Hanks not too long ago. <laughs> but now he just. Cannot seem to treat women correctly. Now, to the extremes that he went is what I really want to know because this is crazy to not only get dropped from your movie, your TV show, but all the people representing you. Now, this man's going to go back and just start selling drugs or something. So uh-huh. be, somebody be on the lookout for Jason Mitchell because <laughs> his whole life just crumbled yeah. <laughs> just before his eyes. Suicide watch. So, it's just sad. It's just sad when all that talent goes to waste. Because it's something you did if he actually did it. Especially once we figure out what he actually Ooh. did. Then we can get to really chastising. <laughs> and I like Jason Mitchell too, which is just, mm-hmm. I, I was very shocked when I saw this. I was like, dang, like what What could he possibly have done to get he dropped from some, all that stuff? He some nasty stuff, probably. It got it to be like footage out there of yeah. him just. If he got dropped by everything, they know something. Yes. It's going to come out like Ellen, but. <laughs> did Ellen even need to have to come out? I mean, she did on uh, People's Magazine cover. It was like in Rocket or in Rocket Man. There was uh, Ellen John's boyfriend was like, "We just need to find you a little girlfriend for like the press." Mind you, he was out earrings, fancy <laughs> yeah. outfits. Like, there ain't no way people was thinking he was straight by this time. <laughs> but whatever. All right, and then our second nominee for the weekly Jilly Geely is David Harbor. For his comments on his Hellboy movie. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, he's tripping. Yeah, let me, let's just pull up these quotes real quick and just read them. So, um, first, he believes, first he said that he believes Marvel films were to partially blame for Hellboy's failure. Uh-huh. He said, the problem that I have with comic book movies nowadays is that I think, and it's a result of the power of Marvel stuff, it's like chocolate. It's a flavor. So everybody goes, chocolate is delicious, and these guys make the best chocolate. <laughs> so as you judge the movies, it's like, well, it's not as chocolatey as this. This does not uh. taste like chocolate after all. 
Mind you, David Harbour is doing a Marvel movie, so I don't know what made him yep. just talk on the side of his gums <laughs> like this. But then he just started to cop please again. He was like, after acknowledging all that flavor stuff, oh boy, he does have major problems, and he was quoted. Okay. We did our best, but there are so many voices that go into these things and that they're not always going to work out. Shouldn't have did it. I did what I could do, and I feel proud of what I did, but ultimately, I'm not in control of all those things. <laughs> I mean, I think that's self-explanatory enough. Yeah. So, who are you going with, Jason Mitchell for his misconduct, the destroying his world, or David Harbor for his comments on his failure? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Jason Mitchell, but David Harbor, you're only getting a pass because you're now in a Marvel movie, so you gotta fix your words. With Jason Mitchell, for you to jeopardize your career by being touchy, nasty, touchy, touchy, yeah. That's on you. Yeah, sad. It's just sad. Sad. All that talent going to waste. Yep. Acting crazy. I mean, he showed signs of it when he was wilding out on that airplane. <laughs> <laughs> he be do. He do all be sliding in people's comments and DMs and whatnot with the little, you know, hard eyes and the, the, the thirsty emojis. Yeah. So. All them. Who is it that he like? Cash doll or one of them? Yeah, I don't know. I can't keep up with these dolls. <laughs> I was having a hard enough time trying to focus on that uh, Hazel E. Uh, Young Miami beef. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a foreign language. <laughs> yeah, don't even get me started when the baby beat up that one uh, rapper in. Tell you. I, like, I don't care. I don't, I'm not even going to try to care. All I know is homie knocked him out and his pants was down. Yeah. <laughs> and that then dude tr- came in talking all that <laughs> trash. Just to get knocked down with his pants off. I like the clip of the baby when uh, his, one of the fans comes, put his arms around his waist. <laughs> and then he immediately brushes them off like, nah, fam. That's not what yeah. we're doing right now. <laughs> you shouldn't mess with the baby. Everybody needs to remember that the baby killed somebody in a Walmart parking lot. Jesus. <laughs> Murdered him. They okay. said it was self-defense. That's why he's free to knock people out and keep his life pushing. But, yes, he has murdered someone. Yikes, I guess he's the new Gucci Mane then. So Gucci <laughs> Mane done turn a, yeah, turn Gucci Mane leaf. smiling, got a six-pack. You lucky he's not as cra- – you lucky athletic Gucci ain't crazy as old Gucci. Yeah. If you combine them – Athleticism with the, crazy the boogeyman. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrifying. Oh, man. I don't know, but it sounds terrifying. <laughs> Shout out to all my King of Queens fans out there. Um, but all yeah. right. And all the Kevin Can Wait fans. They out there. Don't try to insult uh, my boy Kevin James. Um, but all right, it's time to move on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of the show. I think we got a couple of movies to resolve or revolve like a door. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just forced it because it don't even make sense. He forced it like a kitchen sink. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that bending of the words was the worst interpretation I've heard <laughs> in a long time. Voices like a kitchen sink. Nah, that stunk. Pepe Le Pew. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah back in the day when I recorded music, I'm pretty sure that was said. <laughs> I hope you didn't say it. Nah, I didn't say that. You said it. That was what? Nah, that stunk like Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> nah, that stunk. Garbage can. Okay, so um, <laughs> so we got to go all the way back to John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. Hey, I was sleeping on this movie like a nap. Um, <laughs> you sleep on a nap? Me, I, I slept on it like a bat. That sucks. Uh, Vacuum cleaner. Oh, my God. John Wick is sitting at a 90% right now. 
I gave it a low, disrespectful 79. <laughs> what you, did I give it? You gave it an 81. Okay. Giving you the victory there, increasing your lead by a wide margin. Um, Indentation. My gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, good. it's 19 to 13 right now. Boy, All right, let's boy. run with it. Got some coming back. Football. Today. Oh, my gosh. Uh, next, Aladdin. <laughs> Jessica Bill. <laughs> I'm pretty sure what? she was in next. <laughs> Say, I said Aladdin. You said Jessica Bill. I was saying I had Jessica I, Bill loaded up when you said next. No, I heard Aladdin, Jessica Bill. Was Jessica right. Bill supposed to play Jasmine? I can figure out how to make that work. Because that's racist. Yeah. Even though they did grab a white person not ready to play. Yeah. Put some tan on her. <laughs> um, but Aladdin is sitting at a 56% right now on Rotten Tomatoes. I gave it a 60%. Okay, that's very close. You went with a 63%. Giving me right. the victory oh, there. Lost that narrowly. Skinny person. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just getting worse. Next movie I forgot that was out, Brightburn. It's, oh, yeah. <laughs> I uh, would like to see that. Um, sitting at a 56 as well on Rotten Tomatoes. I gave it a 54. All right. So you clearly got this one. You making get, your comeback. You gave it a Lisa Kudrow. 43. Uh, moving my lead. I'm only down by four now, which <laughs> seems like so much. So hopefully these next couple movies, I can make a comeback. Lisa Kudrow. <sighs> All right. The movie for this week, of course, the one you've been anticipating so much, <sighs> Dark Phoenix. No. What are you giving Dark Phoenix? Let's go ahead and give it a 45. That's the first number that popped in my head. The other number that popped in my head was 63. That seems a bit high. <laughs> I Snoop Dogg. Sticking on with 45? Yep, I'm sticking with 45. I have confidence. All right, I just, I'm just i curious. I just want to know what Apocalypse had. Apocalypse had to be about 30-something. Apocalypse is sitting out of 47, so this, okay. this is going to be better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give this a 65. Okay. So you're going with? 45. 45. If this is worse than Apocalypse... My lord, <laughs> I mean, it's already got way less anticipation. But yep, Jennifer boy, Lawrence oh dies at the beginning. Quicksilver seems to die at the beginning. This is crazy. This is wild. All right, so um, Dark Phoenix, I'm giving a 65 year old with a 45. You said 45, right? Yep. Okay. And then next, we got Men in Black International. I'm going 50. Right down, right the, down middle. the middle. Bowling. 50, all right. Yeah, I want to go in the 50s again because I feel like people are going to like the camaraderie between Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. Yeah. It's just they're not going to like the rest of it. Yeah, it's got Liam Neeson in it. I'm going to go with a... Uh, I'm feeling like a, a 61 is coming in my head. <laughs> all these movies nowadays, I feel like they should be in the 60s. So I'm going to ride with 61. <laughs> So you're going with 50%. I'm going with 61% for Men in Black International. And then once again for Dark Phoenix, I'm going with 65. We're going with 45. Mm -hmm. So we will see those movies resolved in a couple of weeks. But, um, oh, yeah, before we move forward, I do want to make a big announcement. Big announcement. Slight change has come into our schedule. Uh-huh. Even though we take random hiatuses here and there. <laughs> Very random. <laughs> uh -oh. it, that goes ranges from one week. 
Yeah, just stuff happens. But then going forward for a little bit, we're going to have the episode or main episodes dropping every other week. Those are scheduled every other week. And then in between those, so we're going to still have something drop. But then we're going to have one episode, or the regular episode one week. Next week, a little smaller bonus episode. And then the next week after that, have the regular episode. So regular episodes every other week, and then bonus episodes every other week. Going forward for just a little bit. Yep, probably about a month, month and a half or something. Then we'll be back, like a back. spine. Back on them like kids on the trampoline. And, uh, huh? Because kids get off the trampoline, then they're right back to jumping on the trampoline. Back like, uh, whoa, LA's finest got a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Jeez. That is bad. That means just nothing's good about it. Yikes. All right. Now I'm going to watch the show. <laughs> but, um, all right, what's next? Mm-hmm. I didn't even pull the Blu-rays up. Uh, maybe I'll skip it for this week because right, I'm going left hand. I'm whipping it up with the left hand. Down there going Blue. Down there, down there with the bando. It's critics' consensus: a spinoff to nowhere. La's <laughs> finest operates on outdated sensibilities and wastes its talented leads' time. Especially unfortunate considering Gabrielle Union's committed performance. The audience like it though. They should uh, be in Bad Boys Three. Nah, <laughs> we already got a uh, Vanessa Hudgens. Ugh. I, I, I don't like that. Hey, LA's finest feel like it should have uh, feels like a show that should have come out in two thousand four, not two thousand nineteen. It got that two thousand four vibe. Fox, <laughs> it does. Go on Fox. All right, so we were in May. Not Peter Parker's on. Oh, um, let's see. What movies? We did Happy Death Day to you, I believe. Did we? Mm-hmm. I, think co- we did. I think yeah, we did. In Cold Pursuit. So then we move on. Did How to Train Your Dragon, uh, The Hidden Temple, whatever that movie's called. <laughs> the Hidden World. Yeah. Um, I do not remember. All right, so How to Train Your Dragon. I'll put that as a, except as a gift, I guess, because I was kind of disappointed in that movie especially compared to the last one and the first one but yeah i mean i got the second one so i don't have the first one so i'll I take it as a gift uh the upside i put that as a i put that as a high might stream because even though i enjoyed it more than i thought it ain't really something i want to own isn't it romantic that is i don't ever want to see that again <laughs> i thought it was horrible so i'm i'll pass like a quarterback <sighs> the Oath. Oh, with um, uh, Ike Barinholtz. Ike Barinholtz. I put that in my stream because that movie went in a direction I did not think it was going to, and I think it did not help the movie in the <laughs> direction that it went. So even though it had a couple moments to begin with, the movie just it veers into a direction and stays in that direction way too long for me to really enjoy it. All right. Greta. I don't ever want to see that movie again. Not <laughs> even to make up for the parts I fell asleep on. Yeah, that movie was not that good. So that brings us to June. No bug. Um, let me scroll down. 
No computer mouse. Okay, that's just whack. Cause I was just saying the thing that does it. Uh, June. Shout out to June. That's the type of bars I'm on. My bars are just actual stuff that happens. Well, that's whack. Uh, June doesn't seem to have anything. No chicken wing. All right, so it ain't got nothing. So would you buy uh, this DC3 film collection with Aquaman, Justice League, and Wonder Woman? Yes. Only for the simple fact that I already have Wonder Woman. So do I want it <laughs> twice? <laughs> I mean, I guess if I can get that, and it better be cheaper than me buying the movies <laughs> all separately, then I'm definitely going to figure so. out a way to save money on Justice League and Aquaman. Um, and just for uh, throwing out uh, movie prices, I see that X Machina in 4K is $6.50. All right, all you 4K player <laughs> yeah, get you, uh, fellas out there, ladies, <laughs> go get you some X Machina. Uh-huh. And that's it for this week. All right, I don't know what comes next, so I guess that means this has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal Once You But Call It. It is I, Leo Archibald, also known as Leo the Average. And everybody say it with me. Where, everybody ready? I can't hear you. I said, are you ready? Sleep. Nazilla, king of the Naysters. Uh. Naladin or Alathan? Uh.